is the podcast to the show. You can listen to or know. Welcome to our Ted Lasso talk, the Tedcast. Welcome, all Greyhound fans. Welcome, all you sinners from the dog track and all the AFC Richmond fans around the world. It's the Lasso way around these parts with Coach Coach and Boss. Without further ado, Coach Castleton. Okay, welcome back, beautiful people. Today we are talking about Ted Lasso Season 2, Episode 11, Midnight Train to Royston. This is Part 3. We have Keely just coming out of a, uh, the meeting with um, uh, in Rebecca's office, and um, we're going to pick it up from there. I am your host, Coach Castleton. Uh, with me, as always, is Coach Bishop. It's like my father always said, a pod co- podcast hosting white man is still a white man. It's a sad, sad, sad state of affairs. <laughs> it's a, something I'll endeavor to change as, as quickly as I can, Coach. Uh, uh, with us is our boss, Emily Chambers. I understand that it's not Ted Lasso, the TV show that we're currently talking about. But I need to mention this show called Ghosts, the UK version that I've been talking about all over the place because I really like it. There is a Ted Lasso connection that I'm not going to discuss because it's, it's not a spoiler just hasn't happened yet. Um, I find myself attracted to the guy who co-created, co-wrote, co-stars on the show in real life, who has dark brown hair and light eyes and a beard so I did find the the British version of Brendan Hunt and decided I had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That's one thing I need to figure out about my psyche. But the other is that on the show, he plays a caveman. And I have found myself having weird oh, feelings. Yeah, right. That was on your list the, of, of unlikely attractive people or whatever, right? That you recited. Yes. Yeah. yeah a, a, a unconventionally attractive people that you were attracted to. Yeah. Prior to this, it was... Um, Young Daniel Stern, which I can't quite explain either. Wow! Like, bef- yeah, mm-hmm. young Daniel. Mm-hmm. Stern. I love Daniel Stern. Um, I love Daniel Stern yeah. too. I it might be a weird um, Wonder Years thing. I can't quite explain it. Other than as I explained on Twitter, he feels like the kind of guy that would say like, "Oh, well, we could go to this bar I've been to once," and then you get there and he has his own corner in the table, but everybody calls him Vince and his name isn't Vince. And somehow the night still works out. Like that's, that's the date he would take you on. There's a, there a was lot so much to track. There, wrong with there was so yep. much to track. I was like, Whoa, wait a minute, Vince, get back I, over here. What's going on here? What's the story with the corner bar? What's going on here? I, all right. I, I, yeah, I came into this podcast thinking, I'm going to really just try to try to get inside boss's brain and, and, really really vibe with it today and Mm -mm. right out of the fucking gate i have no concept i I love the visual of 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 coach like coming like running out of a building just screaming just (laughs) like his hands over his head like a muscle just ah yes the building is on fire and boss is laughing (laughs) on the third floor and i don't know why there's something really wrong I love it though. That's a that's a. I'm never going to look at Daniel Stern the same way. But um, or Vince. I mean, Vince. yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends. Is he at the bar that only serves breakfast cereal and tequila? Because I imagine that that is on the menu for whatever place he would take women to. So the drugs that you do are not. You're not doing them right now, <laughs> right? No, okay, no, 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 right, no, just, no, no, no. 
I, I, I did take an edible last night okay. and then I um, cleaned my apartment. Oh. But that's, that's yeah, no, that, that was also a very tiny one. That was like a, we just need to concentrate on vacuuming oh, edible. Yeah. So just I, fresh out of hair centipedes, huh? I, mm-hmm. exactly. I love that you have that uh, distinction that you make with edibles because I have more than once truly regretted an edible. Just been like, okay, like, oh. why am I on my ass though? Like, it's fine. I'm happy. Obviously, it's not like mm-hmm. unpleasant, but where I thought like I was going to go to like a three or four and the edibles, like, welcome to 10. Yeah, welcome to mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm. It's like about an hour and a half past the time yeah, you like, needed it. Mm-hmm. All right. You're like, mm-hmm. what is this? Edible? Is it like, and then is it's it a fucking with? freight train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so. like, why is my head on a porcelain? What? I don't. Yeah, no, it, not, I can't. I can't. So I, I can't even remember if I've mentioned that. I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, uh, microdosing with uh psychedelic mushrooms is a thing that is uh been used by mental health practitioners and is fun it's a thing i enjoy so great uh so a buddy of mine when i was hanging out at their place said i've got some extremely weak mushroom tea if you would like any and i thought oh i can i can have a little bit i'm not working tomorrow this is fine and so i'm outside and i'm drinking my tea and i also have a beer and my friends are inside putting their kids to bed and as they're doing that, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty relaxing. I'm, you know, summer, I'm chilled out. And then I look down to get my can of beer to take a drink and remember thinking to myself, I could climb inside that if I wanted to, but I don't. And that's okay. Okay. At which point I realized <laughs> the tea was not as weak as he had led me to believe. Uh- but but also I, I I'm I, I'm not going to climb in there so it's fine everything was good. I want to welcome all our new listeners. Um, uh, if, you, if you if you stumbled across us and saw the the Ted Lasso on the uh, on the icon there, um, this is a this Ted Lasso is is sort of a I guess it's it's just just how we we frame the puzzle together and then we fill it in with with. Uh, Tea and beer at the same time, which I, I'm still. Would you call it the gateway drug? Yeah. Oh God, it's it, for us. For us, it ended up being that uh, for for all our loquaciousness. Um, I, uh, I I really can't believe you're drinking tea and beer at the same time. But yeah, no, no. You yeah. like that's a. Can you drink like a like a, a fresca and a and like a chocolate milk at the same time? I would never drink either one of those separately. So no, absolutely, I'm not going to do that. But um, number one, whiskey and chai, delicious, delicious whiskey combination. Whiskey in chai, cold, or saying, in Thai, yes, in, yeah, in, you in take chai. Or like a boiler maker, you, you stick the, you drop it in. Oh yeah, like a hot no, toddy no, no, no. kind like you, of idea. Like a hot toddy, closer to a hot toddy, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you use chai instead of just plain water. I got you. So okay, yeah. yeah. I don't want to say chai tea because chai means tea, but but like yes, actual chai. You brew yourself a I cup of chai that. and then you. Put a yeah, put a shot of whiskey in there, and then you drink it on the cold winter nights, and it makes you feel alive. This is uh, you're gonna fit. You you do this is your you live in the right neighborhood, don't you, boss? <laughs> <laughs> you do. You, you are giving serious Connery and the Untouchables. Uh, I've had a thousand. I've had a thousand cold nights. Like what? What is happening right now? 
<laughs> I just can't get through a Wednesday without my chai. I'm sorry. That's oh, not bad. oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, we left off. We had just met uh, uh, the inestimable Mr. Akufo. He has uh, was thwarted initially. Um, I I gave Ted Lasso some credit. Boss removed that credit, um, as she does for all white men uh, who do not have beards. And then, mm, yeah. and, and then some of the ones who do. Um, Wait, I'm then, sorry because the listeners can't always get all the interactions, and I I really need to share that when Coach made the distinction about white men with beards, I watched Boss consider the premise, <laughs> start to like, do I want to argue with that, and then go, I can't argue with it because it's true. Like I watched the whole thing happen. And I just want to share that because like, it was it was delightful. Yeah, go on, Coach. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 a there aren't that many hacks like life hacks in dealing with boss, but like having a beard gets you at least like your foot in the door, so that you might have a chance of surviving. That's the only reason I have a beard. I, I grew it for this podcast. Um, it's good call. Yeah. Um, so so what we have is uh, we have uh, the twin towers of Keelian and Higgins protecting Rebecca. And uh, at the end of the day, the meeting ends with Akufo and Sam walking out the door. Um, from there, you typically get some sort of establishing shot or some sort of cut where the people in the uh, in the meeting aren't necessarily in the next scene. But this is, I thought it was a, a strange cut, but we open on Keeley. Um, and boss, walk us through this, uh, this scene here where Keeley's walking into her office. She's walking into her office. There aren't, there, nobody else is around. Her office itself is dark. She turns on the light and Nate is sitting in the dark in a chair with one of the fuzzy pillows in his lap, ready and waiting for her to come to work. And now I'm not pretending that Nate sh- should necessarily know better, although he should. Why didn't you wait anywhere else? Like anywhere else. Uh, and the facility would have been better than this. It doesn't make any sense that you would start the interaction by making it awkward. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely I mean, it definitely spoke to his whatever is the opposite of smoothness. Right? Like it, it spoke like it is the it was the inverse of hey, I'm gonna text a woman to rush over to my place. And then have her come to the door and I'm standing there suave as hell. Right. Like it was just is the exact like the exact opposite of that. Um that so, so by by that token, it's it's appropriate for Nate. It's the right but, that, but that's Nate, what I'm saying. Right? Like it's so on brand for Nate, like how like like it's such a clueless move. And interestingly, I've connected to the moment where um Keely's in the parking lot, now that I've said it out loud where Keeley's in the parking lot and Roy sort of in his own clueless way comes up behind a woman in a parking lot. Like, are you insane? Like, you're lucky you didn't get maced first of all. And, but like the not like the cluelessness around, like, why would you do it this way? As you're pointing out. It's, it's people do love terrifying Keeley. Apparently makes me think of that. Interesting. uh, Cecily, Cecily strong character. Who's like and like no and like don't oh yeah, oh, like, oh the girl at the party you regret <laughs> yeah, yeah. starting a conversation yeah, yeah. with and like no and like and it's don't like, I'm like yeah that's why? every man and like don't <laughs> exactly if you're a dude 
stay out of someone's office. Don't walk up behind them in a parking lot. Behind, I, I go out of my way. If I'm uh, walking behind like a woman at night or something like that, I I either cross the street or yeah, I, I, I fall way I, pa- I, I fall way back so that they uh, whatever uh, um, you know. I just you just don't want that you know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's bad, bad, bad vibes, bad mojo. Um, so, uh, oh, sorry, you got me. Wow, I didn't expect you to be here. No, no me neither. What can I do for you? Well, um, I just wondered if you'd mind helping me pick out a fancy suit. Now, there is, for those people, uh, 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 the listening audience who really like Nate, um, I get it. There's a boyish quality to him. I do like that he is shielding, he's hiding behind that fuzzy, that giant fuzzy fellow, which is such a vulnerable, mm-hmm. but also boyish quality. So if you like Nate, right, and you're you're on you're invested in him, and, and most of us at, uh, at this point, you know, still are you know, really remember the Nate the Great stuff and mm-hmm. his his rise through the team and all the stuff he earned. Um, so it is it is kind of a charming thing, and we we do this we do the calculations in our mind with the people that we like, where we go, Oh God, like anybody else that would be creepy, but it's, Oh, it's him. It's, you know, right. it's like what I think of anybody else. A hundred percent. God, this would be like a, a stalker, but it's Orlando. So, uh, you know, I know it's, not, <laughs> it's not, yeah, uh, no, but yeah, really, no, you're, you're yeah. never, you're never that guy, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, for sure. We love this guy. He's, he's a little awkward, but he, he, uh, you know, or, or this, we love this woman or whatever. And whatever they say would normally be objectionable or concerning or whatever. You're like, no, that's no, him. So, um, yeah, Nate, uh, he just says, uh, you know, would you help me uh, buy a suit? What, uh, if you mind helping me pick out a fancy suit is the exact line. And this has got to be a reaction to what, uh, boss? The Number one, the funeral where his suit was too light for it. Everybody else was wearing black suits. And number two, the fact that Will specifically said, here's the suit Ted got you. Yeah, yeah. that's eating him up. And Jan Ma mm-hmm. said, "What? How oh, that—that's what a child does. It—it's—it it makes you like a child, doesn't it? That you can't pick out your own." It was very so masculine. Have another man. Yeah, said, <laughs> infantilizing, and yeah, it was. Yeah, infantilizing. Yeah, yeah. Infantilizing. Yeah, yes. So Kaylee says, "Absolutely, fucking Lily. Perfect timing. Actually, I got to go pick up some outfits for this photo shoot I'm doing. Um, yeah, come with. What now? Now let's go kill two birds with one stone. Uh, which." I've had that moment. He says, all right, yeah, let's go murder some birds with a rock. Um, the more you, you notice the idioms you say, the more you realize like, mm-hmm. oh, there's as many ways to skin a cat. Wait, what the fuck am I saying? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, what? You're like, what? Yeah. And we've talked about it on the show many times. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll glance right past it. But um, So I do think it's worth noting that uh, Nate is sitting there holding the fuzzy pillow when we've watched Roy specifically go, all right, the fuzzy pillow is too much. Like, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to have feelings here. But I'm not going to hold a fuzzy pillow. So yeah, there was definitely uh, that seemed very intentional. I put it that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's it's uh, you know it's just just two completely different uh, ways of operating. Um, it's funny the uh, we we really admire the characters that sort of own their own. Um, they own their own. Uh, I guess traits or they own their own um, predilections, but, but 
only if they know they're doing it. You know, they have to know, like if somebody, if, if Roy was like, yeah, I don't want to do that, but, but hang on. And then he ran his fingers through the phrase like, oh, that's really nice. Mm. You know, you'd be like, okay, yeah. So he does like, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you know that he's conscious about it, but if it's like, oh, I'm a man, I don't, then it's less of a, and you know, I don't think Nate is sitting there hugging the pillow thinking, um, you know, with, with sort of a plan in mind. It's, it struck me like he kind of got caught with the pillow. If that makes any sense, I don't know. Mm. Uh, did you get that? Like that? He's a little bit. Oh shit! Like, uh, well, she's here now. It's just, yeah, it's just mm. interesting, yeah. right? I actually just imagined that the pillow was on the chair, and whereas Roy would sit back against it, Nate pulled it up, sat down, and put it on his lap. And I don't know if that's a gendered thing. I know that I um, have six throw covers in my apartment, just in different areas, and. There's never a cover too far out of reach. Throw I, I cover. Can what is right the now. what does that mean? A throw well, like a blanket. A throw pillow. It, well, yeah, like a blanket. Oh, throw. Like um, oh, okay, okay. Like a blanket. That I guess you this is throw a, over the arm of a. Of a yes. Yeah. Like a throw pillow or a throw cover. I guess. Um. I don't know if it's weird that my family says covers. Like no, some of that. Like in my family. most people say blankets. Yeah, okay. Good. I guess yeah. Use. I'm like, hey, can you hand me that cover? And they're like, the what? And I'm like, the blanket. <laughs> Well, you yeah, get under the it. covers in bed. Oh, yeah, yes. there you go. So yeah. that's where I So think covers that. and blankets to me is interchangeable. Yeah. What about dinner and supper? I'm dinner. I don't use supper. I don't I'm care for it. I'm a dinner person, but I, I get it that supper is a thing, yeah. but it's never been. If I come to, if I come to uh, Chicago, will you sup with me? Nope. I would. If you come to Chicago... And we take a road trip to Wisconsin. We could go to a supper club. I would be fine with that. Ooh. I fucking love a Wisconsin supper club. It is Wisconsin. the wildest shit. Wait, so what, tell me. I want to. I want to hear this. Yeah, we have, yeah. we have listeners all over the oh, world. Yeah. Why whoa, don't you explain whoa, whoa. what oh a my supper God. club is? Okay, so um, my favorite one that I went to was also when I went to House in the Rock, which is a little bit outside of Madison, Wisconsin. It's like 30, 45 minutes west. House on the Rock is fucking insane. I recommend everybody at one point in their life go there. It is like if, um, uh, what's his face? The architect? Why am I blanking out his name? Uh, Frank, Frank Lloyd, Lloyd right? Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if he was on acid the entire time that he was building a giant house. Okay. They've got the weirdest shit. Go to the website. There is- uh, We'll put it on the, um, uh, on the site, right? I will, I will put it on the site. There is a giant whale- model like not an actual whale carcass at all just a giant whale in one room fucking amazing either way the dinner club in wisconsin it is not fancy there is usually a restaurant Wait, part, you just said dinner club. bar part oh sorry sorry supper club okay, okay, supper okay. club i want to make sure this is how I'm much not, i hate the no, word supper. i don't give a shit about oh, dinner club. I just <laughs> be moving nobody, on nobody. I, I am here for the fuck, supper club fuck a dinner okay. club supper <laughs> club's way better um there is usually a restaurant part there is usually a bar part the decorations have not been updated since 1993. There is plaid carpet on the ground. There are um, full-on like bar benches like with the squishy cushion part. The food is reasonably priced and pretty good and in absolutely no way fancy whatsoever. Like there is a salad bar and they do have shredded cheddar cheese yeah. and the bad croutons. And all of the best yeah. shit. And they give you a big fucking slice of prime rib with the sour cream horseradish sauce. 
and then a million different other things. If you wanted to get deep fried shrimp to go with that, of course, of course you could add that on. Not a cocktail, but like a beer battered breadcrumb deep fried shrimp. Absolutely. You will get a Bloody Mary. It will have 13 different kinds of vegetables and sometimes a sausage, like a Slim Jim stuck in there. A Slim like, a, like a fucking brat. Yes. Like I would wow. not, there's absolutely, I am sure that there is a supper club in Wisconsin that will give you a Bloody Mary with a brat. I am 100% positive I'm of that. I'm so excited right now. This is amazing. It's so fucking good. You could get an appetizer, salad bar, soup, the whole meal, dinner, like three different drinks, dessert. All of it is going to run you $68. I swear to God. It's so cheap. It's so great. It's my favorite thing. And how far uh, out of um, uh, Chicago is that bus? The one that I'm thinking of right now is like two hours mm-hmm. northwest of me. Got it. But you could probably so you stay you over. Could find. Oh, 100 percent. Yes. I, st- I stayed in the House on the Rock Hotel that also has not been updated since 1993. I had a living room and a kitchenette and a separate bedroom and a fucking balcony. And it cost $89, $89 for the night. Awesome. Vacationing in Wisconsin makes me feel like a fucking billionaire. It is awesome. 1993. It's funny. That's, that's I reacted time. to that too, because I graduated in 94 and there's something inside me that wants to protest. <laughs> like 1993 isn't that long ago. And then I realized it was 735 years ago. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. yeah, that was the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah no, no, no. There's a the show Future Man pinpoints the height of civilization as at 1985, um, and uh, and everything. It really, really 9/11 is what kind of ended everything. Mm. Uh, I think, but it was everything. You know, it was different after that. Um, but um, I, I wouldn't mind wouldn't mind traipsing back to 1993 and. Uh, coach, coach was thinking about uh, bringing his dinner jacket, but I think him and I should get supper jackets. For, for the, oh yeah, oh yeah, which, I, which mm-hmm. probably have like a Packers logo on them or something. No, 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 no. It w- it has flannel in the lining oh, instead of silk. That's what it is. Flannel. Sign me up. Sign me up. That's awesome. Um, yeah, boss. I have a friend that's uh, moving to to Chicago, and uh, I never had a reason to go before. Um, so uh, I might might pop out to uh, to visit. So if you're there, I mean, whatever, maybe we can. Wait, what do you say? I mean, you think, you thought that Just I was going to be offended around, because you uh, wouldn't you mind, come um, visit me. But it's so dumb that you wouldn't come visit Chicago. Chicago, it, like, I understand you're never going to find anybody that loves anything the way that a Chicago and loves Chicago. Like, we go so hard for our fucking city. This shit, like... It, People out in Los Angeles complaining about the traffic or whatever else. People in New York that are like, oh, the city eats you alive. It's so hard. You come to Chicago and Chicagoans are like, have you fucking seen the bean? Have you seen the it? Bean. We love that the shit. The bean. That's for real. We I've love taken that a picture, shit. but like, you're, like, that's not bullshit, people. Like, that's a thing. No. The bean what, is what a, is, what is, is a human. It, it is like, it is a humongous sculpture in Chicago mm-hmm. and it is, uh, what would we call it? Chrome? Yes, a, yeah, like extremely shiny yeah. metal, and so you see like this contorted reflection of everything around it, and it's a giant fucking bean. Like it really is. It's as crazy as that. You're yeah, like, wait, you can't called, mean a bean. Like mm-hmm. yes, like a bean. No, we yeah, mean a bean. Yeah, exactly that. 
Like uh, we 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 love it. Not not big on nuance, though. Chicago. <laughs> Let's go see that. Oh, that must be an allegory. For, no, nope. Just a, oh, just a this was already said by somebody <laughs> funnier than me on Twitter. But one of my favorite things about Chicago is it's like. Where is your historically, where's the the area where, um, you know, gays and lesbians historically hang out? Like, where's the queer area that we could go visit? And they're like, oh, that's called Boys Town. We just call it Boys Town. Yeah, and that's, that's where true, all the actually. gay guy hangs. That's funny, yeah. Because we're yeah. not. No, nah, no Castro for Because we're not big. No, 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 no. The, the actual area where it is located? No, no. Very on so point. Culture. I love, I caught that culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I like it. I like it. So the lesbians hang around by a giant bean. Is that the... Oh, coach, I'm so no. happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. No, no, no. That, that's like a, that's a, that's a code word for, for, uh, 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 one of my family members who, who sometimes when we're around other family that don't know that, uh, she is bisexual, we'll just say like, oh, the other beans, like it's just our word for les- the lesbians. That's our... So that's not as much of a play on word. I'm not. I wasn't stretching. I wasn't stretching. That's it. I'm not showing off my chops. I did get a um, on Threads. They they send you you know the the social media thing. They send you um, you know like potential people for you to follow because I'm not following that many just my friends and you know whatever. And they sent me like dad jokes. Uh, oh daily yeah. Dad jokes. No, you're gonna want. And I uh, I want you to know I blocked blocked the dad jokes. Like blocked them with like angrily. And with spite, I was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> I love that you to try, blocked try, them though. Like it wasn't enough to not yeah. follow. Nope. You to I don't want to. I don't want them to exist. Yeah, I want the algorithm to understand. I took that person. Um, it's uh, very dumb. Also, lesbians live in Andersonville. Ah, uh, right. Coach is writing notes down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Anderson, Andersonville, got it. I'm <laughs> gonna be real popular there. Um, this is oh, yeah, a I'm big, and, big hit with the list. Yeah, big hit, big hit. Oh, I'm huge. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Keely likes uh, uh, murder some birds. Likes Nate's joke that he laughs. It's just she's just a delight to be with. It makes everybody feel better. Um, conversely, we cut to <laughs> uh, Coach. Walk us through uh, what, what's happening here. So we we are with Roy walking through an elementary school. Um, I think safe to assume this is Phoebe's school. Uh, we come upon we come upon a teacher with a, a horrible horrible sweater on, and it uh, actually has candy attached, which is just yeah. wow, like offensive. Whew, yeah. That's awful. And so uh, she comes up being very, uh, very friendly and says, um, young man, I think you're late for class by about 35 years old. She's very amused uh, with her little uh, ice breaking joke there. She asks if he would like a lollipop, to which Roy, being full of social grace, says no. And walks past her. That's the end of that interaction. And so um, it's Coach Kent, which can only be. Hold mean- on one sec. Hold on one sec. I, I just want to mark the fact there was no social niceties from him. Nothing. Like, like not like, a he, nod or a he, smile. He, 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 like, he, he stepped backwards from her <laughs> like she was a threat. <laughs> like someone this controlled by the sugar lobby 
could, could like they could stab me with one of those lollipops. I don't know. <sighs> and, you know she she makes a joke that only she laughs at. He does not crack a smile. He he looks he is frowning at, at her. Yeah. So it's not like the Roy Kent grumpiness is not an act. Like he he somehow no, does no, not yeah. understand yeah. like human like certain humans. He's like, what the fuck? Why would I and but why would I expend energy helping you feel less bad about the fact that you're being an idiot? Right. Like I definitely would have chuckled. I promise you, you put me in that situation. I still would have wanted to get away and move on with my day. But I'd have chuckled and been like, <laughs> no, I just quit. Whatever. I would have done something to kind of just sort of like, okay, awkward. I got to go. But the fact that he feels no compulsion whatsoever. Uh, it's so interesting because I don't see you doing that. That's funny. Really? Want, yeah, I guess. Right. No, no. I see. I know you're right about you. Um, I could tell you what you would do, but it would be uh, wrong, clearly, because you've already informed us. No, but I, but I, but I. I think, um, yeah, right. You would want the fact that you would want to get away is why you are between me and Bob. I would not want to get away. I would think that was playful, and I would. She's, she's, a, she's a kook, but I kind of like kooks. I like people that are just like unabashedly weird and themselves. Um, Boss told the greatest story to me before we logged on about Boss. We just please tell the world about your niece and her her solving Lord of the Rings. I've never heard this. Yeah. And the reason I bring it up is because we were talking about, oh, someone's just being weird by themselves and they're not hurting anybody. Um, just tell them that story, yeah. please. She, she's nine. Uh, she and uh, my sister and my older niece were watching The Lord of the Rings for the first time. And the nine-year-old said, I don't understand why they don't just give the ring back to Gollum. Like, it's his. It was his ring. He had it first. It wasn't causing anybody <laughs> any problems. When he had it in his cave, yep. when he was just down there being weird with his ring, yep. everything was fine. Then they took his ring from him, and then all of the shit started. Now there's a war. So give him back his ring, and then he could go back to his cave. He wasn't bothering anybody. He's weird, but he wasn't bothering anybody, and then it would be fine. I love it. That child I've is going to write the yeah. wicked take on Lord of the Rings, and it's going to be very rich. It's going to be like hanging out with Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, yep. Yeah. I mean, when short I was story. A child. Yeah, it's gonna be like. Then we gave the ring back. The end. Can you oh, imagine? Only, yeah. It's only Can two paragraphs. It's, exactly. It's a. It's a trailer. The whole. Th the whole story is a trailer now. Yeah. What does it have in its pockets? Pockets. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I have your ring. Here you go. And Gandalf some... realizes That's that Bilbo stole the ring from Gollum. Yeah. Finds Gollum, gives him the ring. Scolds Bilbo. The end. Yeah. You know. Uh, Connected to this, and then I, we can we can return to the classroom. But I'm really on this idea right now, like just different ideas to sort of grab a hold of me, and then I'm like, and of new eyes see new things. And I was watching sort of similar kind of like from the mouths of babes thing. So this child, this man's telling a story about his daughter, and that he comes home and there's absolute chaos going on in his house, which I'm like, got it. And he says his wife is at her wit's end because they've decided to order dinner. And as she was talking to the kids, the youngest has declared she wants people chicken. And they can't figure out what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and she is getting progressively more irate because they keep suggesting a bunch of other shit that's not what she wants, which is people chicken. Now, the man, because he tells the story great. So he's like, 
the first thing I know is I can't Google people chicken. Or I'm going on a list, which I thought was yep. fucking hilarious. Yep, your algorithm is fine. <laughs> I was like, 100%. Glad you thought of it. But then going back and Anyway, fast forward a bit. And it's the KFC logo. Because it's his head. And then it's the fucking the tie. But the tie looks like a goddamn oh. stick figure. And she's right. Yeah, she's, she's right. right. It looks like she a little right. stick finger under a giant fucking head. Now we have the context of having seen and we know the tie, and so that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have that context and she looked at that image and she's a hundred percent correct. And I'm so I'm on this thing right now of new eyes see new things. I'm just on this mm-hmm. idea right now. And so I just love the idea of watching Lord of the Rings. I didn't think that one time <laughs> ever. It's his it's ring. His give the fucking guy his ring back. It's enough already. Property laws. I would like to also mention that that same niece said that she wanted pizza, pizza, pizza. My sister was like, "The fuck are you talking Little about? Caesar. Why are you saying pizza? I mean, Little Caesars. I want that pizza, pizza, pizza." <laughs> but she was saying it is wrong. She the one. Is I just, she the the Who's Church one? <sighs> That's her older no, sister. Who's Church is older a sister is Who's Church. I love. I love now that like I like I've decided your life is kind of my life too. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> memories. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Orlando, you're a lunatic. You know this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, in fairness, um, Ellen, who was listening to the show now, I'm sure, has uh, mentioned to people before that I will Emily a story, which is where if I hear a story from one group of friends and I know that my other group of friends are never going to interact with them, I will massage-ish, like I will manipulate that story into being mine and then I will tell it. That's Not amazing. necessarily that like I'm the one but doing that, it, right? But like this is my story yeah, now because they had it and they're not doing yeah. anything with it, and I got to tell it. it. So, I get so, that. So, so, social plagiarism. I got it. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. No, you're just you're just gonna Emily a story. That's good. That's it. Um. So so yeah, Roy has no fucks uh to, at all to give, but not in a bad way. Just like the lady said, here, here's a. Would you like a lollipop? Like still smiling, still kind. No, he walks by. And then that's it. There's no commentary on it. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Roy. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like, wow. That's, that's so I funny. don't have that gear. Meta boss yeah. is like, what? That's I do not own that. It is not in my tool. Like tool um uh what's a tool toolkit shed? Toolkit. Toolbox. Toolkit. Toolkit. Yeah, toolbox. Um the handyman everybody. Yeah, no, seriously. I couldn't think of the word. Um, uh, but but uh yeah, I was like, wow, that is and boss, this does not could you do, do a version of this and and not have any Look at her face. Uh, uh, responsive interaction? Oh uh, no. Yes. Like today, because I haven't talked to that many people yet today. <laughs> but I could fit it in. I'm going to the ballet tonight, <laughs> so possibly. So and great. no part of it is like say, I'm like, oh, this lady is like she's just you know she's a kook, but she's she's open and she's kind and she's making polite conversation and she's weird, but like God love her, like. She's just this crazy, you know, batshit crazy, you know, you know, teacher that is probably so stressed out. This is how she manages it, and good for her. And I'll play along. I would, I would have played along. I would have been like, I'd love a lollipop. Let me give you a lollipop. Well, where would I pick it from? I would just, but then I go, oh shit, no wonder I like Ted Lasso. That's horrific, <laughs> right? That, that's that's it, right? Isn't that like sort of awful? Yeah. What he he would do some some song and dance, but I couldn't get through. I, w- I would 
if I Roy did a Roy in that, I remember when I, my daughter went to a new school and I was, you know, talking to the moms and my daughter came out uh, from this, uh, it was like a, just gymnastics thing. And the moms and me were talking. I'm always the only dad there. Um, as a writer, you end up like being, doing a lot of pickups, you know, you can, manage your own time and it's always like the moms and then yeah you coach too yeah and so um i've mastered the art of being a non-threatening and b um you know just knowing when to shut up like i just mostly 93 percent of the time shut up but i was talking whatever and then one of the moms said something to me and my daughter pulled you know came behind me and I didn't see her and i sort of snubbed them. i didn't mean to but she said something and i didn't get to so i made sure like once we got home i was like hey you know, Evelyn, I'm really sorry. I meant to, I, I wasn't trying to cut you off. Uh, the, you know, my daughter was pull, pulled me from behind and because I, I couldn't even, it would bother me if she had that, if she Impression didn't register. That, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if I had, if God forbid, I pulled a Roy where I was like, just, you do not exist on my plane of existence. Whatever you're doing, take your shit elsewhere. Um, I'm here for the other classroom. Why are you in my way? I didn't invite you. I didn't, you know, he's like confounded by this thing. And I'm like, God, I, I, I like it. I, you operate, you, you, you naturally think, oh, no, I, no, everybody would say he's an, he's an anomaly. He's an oddity. But then I met you, boss, and I realized, oh, my God, like, am I the fucking crazy person? Like, I, you know, I just it just makes I, me like wonder how the other half lives. I just really interested in it. Well, number one, I don't think it's the other half necessarily. I think that there is obviously a spectrum between this lady and Ted Lasso and Roy and Dr. Sharon will say like there could be any place in between where Rebecca would acknowledge mm-hmm. you and then continue mm-hmm. moving on or whatever else that Keely would say, Oh no, thanks. Not right now, but maybe later and then leave, whatever. I don't think that it's an issue that people have that spectrum. I think it's only an issue when you expect one side should get up to the level of the other. If you That's expect right. Roy to be playing That's along right you are going to be disappointed and Roy is not going to give a fuck. If you say like this woman could be kooky and she's fine, she's not hurting anybody. But Roy is saying, no, I don't want a lollipop and leaving also isn't hurting anybody. It's for me, the implication that if he isn't playing along with her, he's somehow being mean when he's just trying to go about his fucking day and like just wants to keep to himself. Yeah, It's it's interesting because I hear what you're saying. I'm probably the, the way you just described it. I'm, I'm I'm probably most in the Keely range. I don't want one of your, but I also want to make sure you don't feel bad. Like, like, like in that kind of an exchange, I don't always in life. Sometimes I'm perfectly happy for the person to feel terrible. Um, but but mm-hmm. in that kind of a moment, like if somebody like if if someone essentially does like a what's the what you know how's the weather kind of joke. I, I tend to like, yeah. uh, you know, like I'll kind of try to do it. Although coach has made fun of me because he knows my fake laugh. So he knows when I'm just like, please, God, just get me <laughs> out of here. It's, it's so, yeah, yeah. It is, it is hysterical. <laughs> I love, I love when I catch it. It's like, it's like seeing a hummingbird in the wild. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, but I would feel like, oh no, I, I, I don't want to hurt her feelings that would definitely be on my mind in this moment. Also, I have a very low, um, cringe plateau, like watching yeah. the office yep. as yep. much as I love it is excruciating. At times. Like there are times I pause it and mm-hmm. need a break. Cause I'm just like, I can't do this mm-hmm. right now. So there's yeah. okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, 
the coach definitely knows this. And boss, this might this might blow your mind, but another consideration for me would be okay because my preset would be when you go in here. Um, no matter where I'm going, I'm looking to build lines of communication, and I'm looking to build team teams, and I'm looking to build uh, a situation where people feel connected, con- connectivity. Okay, um, and so let's say you go into the school and then this woman does the thing and you joke around with her and you're like, what's your name? I'm blah, 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 blah. And then she says, Oh, I'm, I'm Mary. Right. And he's all right, Mary. Now, every time now I know Mary, now I just know Mary and Mary knows I'm, I'm good people. Mary and I have had a joke about a lollipop. Next time I go on, Hey, have you seen Mary, Mary, can you introduce me to the blah, blah? And she goes, yeah, sure. Now you're building these lines of communication based on kindness, not based on like manipulation, not based on anything ugly or unsavory. Um, because in my, my default setting is good things come from lines of communication. Right. And I, and I think about how that would appear to you, boss. And you'd be like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't, why would I, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm, I'm like, Oh, how, what, if, if that's not your default setting, what is it? What, how, how does this present in the scope of the grand scheme of things? You know what I mean? Because like when I, Julia, uh, Juliana sent me this, this thing on Instagram the other day where it said, Behind every super extroverted, friendly husband is like an introverted, <laughs> like wife trying to stay the hell out of like the neighbor's eye line or whatever, something funny like that. And it's like when we go to at any school for the kids, um, it, it's it's me saying hi to fifteen, you know, you know, sh- shaking hands over everybody, waving to people. I can't get to everybody that I know at the school, and that has paid dividends for you know, for my children for being treated well for, for uh, applications for colleges, for, you know, understanding if in situations where, uh, you know, somebody that might've been more obnoxious wouldn't get like a, whatever. I just, it's opened up all sorts of lines of, of communication. So how, how is it when I'm assuming it's not that for you? Um, how, how does it, how does it present? Oh, so what you're saying is that you're nice to people in order to get things. <gasps> No, no, it's not. Yes. No, no, that's not the end. No, I just said that. It's I'm nice to people to to open up lines of communication. It's not the, the getting things mm-hmm, mm-hmm, ends up mm-hmm. being like, uh, yeah, it saves you from having misunderstandings and things like that. But it's not ultimately for the. I'm nice to be able to be nice to people, and I'm, so because I think, oh, it's really good when everybody knows each other. I like the the community of it. The community aspect of it is mm-hmm. better than not having community. And so, yes, it does for you. Pays, yes, for me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that's why I'm saying. Wait, how wait, does it wait, work no. But what you? I'm wait, 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 wait. But what I'm saying is, there might be people that you are trying to pull into a community that would rather not be part of that community, which means that you are asking. No, them no, no, no. To give you wait, wait. Let me finish the statement. You are asking them to involve themselves in your community because you think that that is good. No. Now, maybe you're not saying like you have to come here. You have to be part of my community. You have to do it, but. What you were essentially saying is you think community and open lines of communication in this way are good things, and therefore you're going to try to get as many people involved as possible. No, I didn't say that. Uh, now you're putting words in my mouth. What I said was um, I do think community is good, and and mm-hmm. and if so, if like I started out by saying this woman approaches you with the lollipop, I play along because she's made the approach. I'm fine. I don't I don't like poke my hand at every classroom and go, hey, what's going on in here? Like I, that doesn't. If you if someone approaches me, I typically don't do the approaching. But if someone extends themselves to me, I always will extend back. That's the whole thing because I'd rather have like a, a nice interaction with them. And now I and also I have social anxiety. So next time 
I won't have to break the ice. So, you know, it's like, it's already like a done thing. So it's, you know, whatever. And in my experience, uh, it, it is, um, uh, it leads to sort of a nice, a nice feeling for me in that situation. Mm -hmm. And so I'm asking you, someone who, who like has the ability to, to do a Roy past the situation. How do you see it as a microcosm of like a bigger ethos? I don't. Can you say more about seriously? Can you say more about that? Yeah, yeah I'm not. Trying, I, no, 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 because yeah, no, that was actually I, I, of all the answers, I, that was not the answer I thought was coming. So now I'm like, oh, well, now I'm even more curious. I, I mean, I guess it. Part of it might be that community is not a priority to me. I don't need like I don't have a big group of friends. I have a few very close friends. I usually hang out with them a couple at a time or one-on-one -on -one or with other people. But like my five closest friends wouldn't call each other their closest friends. It's not a group. I have five extremely close friends that I hang out with. Um, I have enough relationships that I feel like all of my social requirements are being met. I, I don't long for human interaction. And after that point, I kind of just want everybody to leave me alone. Let, let me let, like, let me frame it in a different way because because one of the dynamic I, I, I totally get that and I respect it. Uh, and and actually that that is what I understand of your uh, uh, how you approach these things. What about um, when you, uh, with with regard? I think part of the dynamic here is the parenting dynamic and having like oh the, it's a reflection on somebody associated with you. So how do you interact with let's say your your, your boyfriend's friends or something like that where it's like it's not just you. I think that's that's actually part of the whole uh, context here. Well, I should say that before most of them got married and had kids and moved away, I considered myself part of the boyfriend's group of friends. Um, he and I actually met through my college roommate. The two of them went to high school together. So they like hung out in the same crowd. I knew a lot of his friends before I met him, actually. So going into that friend group as like, I wasn't showing up as his girlfriend. It was like, oh, they started dating. So it was slightly different. But um, I, by and large, try to not let other people think that my relationships, that, that they are necessarily a reflection on me. Now, it, that is to like say, almost every... Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say every relationship that I have, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking embarrassed by this person or whatever. But also what I would not do is if, if you came to me, Castleton, you and I, we, you know, one of my closest friends, if you came to me and you were like, she is being such a bitch. I need you to like, can you talk to her? Can you like, I'd be like, no, you go talk to her. That's not, I, I, that, that is not my job. Right. She's an adult and you are an adult. And so you guys okay, handle so, that. So what about the content? Let's say um, uh, you, the boyfriend introduces you to his crazy aunt. Or you're at a party and his crazy cousin offers you a lollipop and is wearing this sweater. I'm guessing you wouldn't roy it up. I'm guessing you'd be like at least deferentially polite. Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then yeah, I can absolutely put, put yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I got you. Okay. That's all I was saying. Yes. But it, it, context does apply a little bit in that. I don't want people that I'm going to need to interact with later to think that I'm an asshole. I don't know how much Roy and this teacher are going to need to interact or also if it matters if she thinks he's an asshole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I'll also say from the flip side, we assume that because she is outgoing and kooky and trying to be playful and funny, that she is being nicer than he is being. But she is asking him for a social interaction that she has no idea if he has the bandwidth for at the moment. Maybe he just found out that his niece, that his sister is in the hospital and he's trying to find his fucking niece so that they could go to that. Like we, we default to believing that she is the nice one and he is the mean one without taking into consideration that she is completely ignoring the emotional input he is trying to give her. Yeah, it, that's a, that's actually sort of interesting. And, 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 I, and I'll say, I've read stuff about this and we I'm sure we've all bumped into it where um, we, we there's a sort of extrovert, not sort of, there's an extrovert default, right? Like I, I forget the percentage, but it's like an outrageous percentage of Fortune 500 CEOs are extroverts, despite the fact that the, like even if you were to make it binary, it's m- super close to 50-50. But somehow, right? So we do default, <clears throat> excuse me, like you're saying to, oh, she's being nice. But there's an argument to be made, especially in the context of this show, right? That if you're going to engage Roy, and I will say, I think this is one of the ways that that Ted is very good uh, at what he does, is if you're going to engage Roy this sweater and the lollipop and the like giggling is not the way to do it. Right. And, and, and how much it can be about audience also. And, and I, yeah, I do, I think no. there's something to be said that, and maybe we're talking in an, uh, in another way we're approaching the whole nice versus kind thing that we've talked about. Right. Because being nice to Roy might just be walking up and going like, I see you, I see you spent all morning figuring out what you were going to wear again. Right. Like, and he'd maybe be amused by that in a way that someone else wouldn't. Like, oh, look at you and your Heather Gray. That's shocking. It, 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 yes. No, this is the thing. We just saw an example of Beard saying, Your eyes aren't they, crazy. They're and psychotic. He said, and Roy he saying, said, thank, thank you. you. He said, Thank you. Like, yeah. that spoke to him in a way that, like, oh no, we all have our own eyebrows. Like, he would have been like, What the fuck is happening right now? That's what, and and, and then two of them have talked mm-hmm. about how they get each other in that way. So that's that's interesting to think about, like how extroversion can be an imposition. My sister has made me very aware of that, and I like I, I make a point now, even when I invite people to events, uh, especially our virtual events, I make a point of telling people who I even think might be kind of to that end of the personality spectrum. I'll say, hey. You don't have to come off. You don't have to be on camera, and you never have to come off mute. Come mm-hmm. hang out, and and I can hear yes. you whether the person comes or doesn't. I've more than once seen on their face. Oh, thank God! Yeah. yeah. Yes. And boss, you you make an excellent point. Uh, I know I have never said that before, but um, but <laughs> but it really when you think about no, it comes down. It's fascinating because I was just uh, having this conversation. Um, there's an article in the New York Times recently about uh, there's a there's a culture war around dog training because people co- I sent this to Coach, yeah it was like, fascinating it, I'm glad you're bringing this right? up but go 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 yeah. go go but it's it's, it's it, it focuses around the concept of consent with dogs and because they're living beings and you should be able to con- and they should give you their consent and and the co- the fascinating concept you read the whole thing through there's there's a school of thought. 
that when you train a dog, it's all positive training. And there's another school of thought that it can be balanced training or what they call aversive training, which is, uh, you know, punishing the dog for, for uh, misbehavior. So um, the funny part of it is, in general, everybody kind of agrees on the concept of consent. They just don't like the word. So when you say to someone who's into aversive training, an old school, you know, old school dog trainer, where you use shock collars and 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 you you know spray them or whatever you know whatever the things to make the dog uncomfortable, um, and you say, okay, take the word consent out. Uh, how does it feel to like? Should someone uh, approach a dog that doesn't want to be touched? And they'll be like, hell no, Jesus, they, you gotta be mindful of that. But they don't like the word consent. Now we translate it over to this, and we say, okay. It feels like a bit of a transgression for someone who's extroverted to push themselves, to force themselves into a conversation with somebody who does not appear on the surface to be like down with that shit. <laughs> like if you could read him as a dog, you'd be like, I don't think this dog wants to be pet right now. So, like, uh, so yeah. it, it, you do make a good point that we yeah. default, especially in America. Because other countries are not, this, they don't have sure. the same, you know what I mean? Especially in Europe. Yeah. yeah, that's a cultural thing uh, where niceness, uh, the quote unquote niceness is is given a, a free range in situations like this and thought to be the, the better side of it. But boss, you do make an excellent point that it could be an intrusion. I, I, I like, I, I'm glad you connected it to that article. I, I'm not going to take us too far um, down that road. And again, I will share that if anybody who knew me 20 years ago could have placed a bet on me having very clear thoughts on dog training. <laughs> you would have, you could have, you could have fucking retired early. Like, like coach is over there nodding. Cause he knows it was like, Oh, you've got a dog in your house. Well, it's been lovely to meet you. Yeah. And, uh, come in. Like, that's it. Like, I, I, shake I, it. I, his body would shake. You would see him tremble like a leaf. I'm not exaggerating. No, no, no. You would like, see him shake for real. Like I would like it was not good. So this is like so crazy. But I read that it, it, it's actually that article is a great example. Anybody who gets a chance to check it out, there's a New York Times article. I'm going to find the link. Anyway, well, I can because you sent it. So I found myself, and I'm a per. I've done DEI work. I wear, I designed and wear a T-shirt that says "Real Men Are Feminists." Like I'm the annoying lefty liberal, bleeding heart, all the other things that people l- laugh about, right? I drink lattes and I like kale. Um, like it's the whole. I'm the whole <laughs> shebang. No, nobody, nobody likes kale. But <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 oh, right. Yeah. I love um, kale. Jesus Christ. But, but. There, there was a point in that article where I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I think it's interesting. I mean, maybe that's where I find myself with this woman. Like, somehow I'm like, Did- you can do the giggling, or you can have the sweater, or you can have some lollipops. Like, I get it's your job, and you're but welcoming But you can't have people, all three? But holy <laughs> shit, it's too much. You get one. It's too you much. God Settle down, Carol. <laughs> It's too much. It's, it's, it's too, too much. Too, it, it, I would be a coach, bit overwhelmed. Coach. My sister probably would like want to like just sink into the ground if confronted the, by the, that. Like she'd be like, the, "Jesus Christ!" The writer of that New York Times article. Uh, I don't know if you saw the parenthetical. No, where no. She says, "When I talked to my friends about it, the responses were." Yes. One of them said, 
I wish I didn't know that this existed. Yes. Like it like bothered them to just even be aware of it. Yes. Like the consent in the world of dog training Ugh. thing. And the other person said, we deserve global warming. Or cl- yeah, yes, like we, we deserve, deserve yeah, we deserve <laughs> we deserve climate change. Yeah, that, that was great. Oh, but that shit. was kind of part of my reaction, and and I think for me, one of I was ha- a whole other conversation I mentioned to the two of you. I was having with one of the um, women that's on the line leadership team, and we, we one of the things that came up there is the power of recognizing reality, and what we got into. For I'm gonna try to do this quickly because otherwise you need a little bit of context. What we got into was I have a habit, and it comes out of all sorts of stuff about life, but in part also in my sports life, where like on Monday my football coach would tell us this team we're about to play might as well be in the NFL. You guys are dead. And then we practice all week, and if we beat them on Saturday, then on Monday they're shit. Like it was like, and if you after you play for a few years, you're like. Okay, yeah, I've heard both these speeches before, moving on, right? But at first, you're like, you know. So there's something about, for me, where when I'm leveling up, like at a moment like this in my life, where, you know, got the Black Storm job, I'm doing some stuff with a line that I'm really excited about, there's a line ethics, I will decide on a certain level, I'll act like I've never accomplished anything. And life has been shit up to this point. And if this next round of shit is, that I'm gonna that I'm gonna do is finally gonna validate me because Jesus Christ, when am I gonna finally accomplish anything? Right? It's it's like an ongoing. So that's how we got to this idea of recognizing reality, and we just started talking about the power of it, the importance of it. Is like just what is actually going on in this moment, and to me, bringing it back to this scene. I get that maybe you're the designated welcomer because you're the kind of person who would wear a lollipop sweater. And that's fine, right? Like everybody can't be Roy either. But there's a, there's there's an inability to recognize the situation she's in at that moment even after she start there's nothing about his reaction to him being late by 35 years that says, "Hey, you know what you do now, Carol?" To follow up on the thirty-five years joke, off from one of the goddamn sweater lollipops. Like, <laughs> read, like yes. literally read yes. the room. Like, literally yes. yeah. read the room, Carol. And yeah, yes. she just doesn't. I, I love so much that you pointed out that she's not reading the room, that she's not picking up the cues that he is giving her. I would say that if in, this were a slightly different situation and the genders were reversed, and there was a guy mm-hmm. that refused to leave a woman alone. Even though she's just sitting at the bar with her book. Good point. Yeah, I love that. You're right. Women are awful. All right, so uh, (laughs) wait, what? Is that the? Sometimes I feel like. like, Coach, I'm just gonna get a call from you. You're gonna be like, she's outside, and um, I don't think she's. (laughs) I don't. I don't don't think she's kidding, man. She's in the house. Oh God! The call came from in the house. Um, she has gotten Juliana yeah, on her exactly. side. Oh, no. exactly. I am that, that, that exactly. happened a long, long time ago. I got my daughter quoting "What would Boss say?" She's like, "You know what Boss would say." Yes. Like, oh my god! Well, you, horrifying. Yes. Well, you, you, he yes. stole my wife before appetizers, so I'm just done. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, okay. it's not. It's not so a good very thing. dangerous. Um, but but yes, listen. I'm not going to say uh, Carol. We've named her Carol now. We're not going to say Carol's wrong. 
I don't think Carol, another, Carol's trying to be nice. She's fine. Whatever. She's harmless. Uh, she may be an annoying crow. We don't know yet. We'll find out in the course of the scene how she's viewed among her peers and things like that. But like, as long as long as when Roy walks by, she's not doesn't give him a look and is like, you know, like I'm I'm totally fine yeah, with her being like, nah, 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 nah. and he's like, all right, peace. And then she's like, okay. And then you know, like right, moves on. The only yeah. issue I'll have with her is if she's like, hey, you didn't like, but I don't see any of that here. Um. So anyway, he goes past her. Uh. But it's it's 25 years, by the way, Coach. Um. And my bad. And, you know, no, yeah. You should try to have a little more uh, specificity in your in your career. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, so he goes, um, into, uh, the, uh, Chloe's classroom, uh, Chloe, Phoebe's classroom. Jeez. What's that? Who's Chloe? Um, Phoebe's classroom. And, uh, we get, uh, we get, this is a delightful interaction. Um, coach walk us through, uh, what happens here. So as he walks in, uh, Phoebe's teacher says it's coach Kent, which can only mean, Nobody told him it's a half day, and Phoebe's mom picked her up hours ago. And Roy says, fun. That's fun, <laughs> isn't it? Which really made me goddamn <laughs> laugh. Like, I really, that was great. Um, okay, see you later. Mm-hmm, I thought this was, and so then he notices uh, wine, and you know, it looks like maybe it's like some light or derby kind of stuff there mm-hmm. i always thought this several was, bo- several bottles yeah there's one like, yeah the yeah. wine is definitely the star of the show um yeah uh I, this was what the teachers did when we went home which is funny um art fundraiser tonight she explains for quid you can buy kids art for, for 20 quid yeah 20 quid uh you can buy kids art for 40 i'll okay. send it home with you already in a rubbish bin. Yeah. which is Funny because I am a hoarder and still have artwork I was handed by children who didn't know how to spell Papa. So there you go. Um, but at any rate, Aww. oh no, I'm ter- I am ridiculous. Like little art Father's Day art. There's a styrofoam cup around here that I'm like by any standard that has to go, and I just cannot do it. <laughs> Each time I look at it, I'm like, nope. It's uh, you can go ahead and put it in a casket. That's how oh that's gonna God. go. Um, sweetheart. But uh, yeah, so that's and then C says to her, "That's a solid business model." They are definitely what's interesting here, as we talk about how much he was not on the same wavelength as our friend in the hallway. Is they are absolutely on the same wavelength, like they get each other's tone, same sort of brand of sarcasm. They're both acting like they don't give a fuck about kids, but she's a teacher and he has shown up to pick up his niece. So like, they mean it, but do they really? Like it's really it's quite good. Anyway, um, they have that they have the type of interaction where you feel like they're from the same neighborhood somehow. Or they, yes, you know, like they may not have grown up in the exact. Same, yes. but they're from the same. Yes, probably raised in the same type of family. A hundred, right? A hundred. They just have that natural affinity. I was it, it was hilarious. This actually this is funny. This was in a Chicago suburb. I don't know which one. Um, the story itself is going to get to the punchline, but the, the story itself is not the funny part. So I go to a movie theater. It's busy. I forget what movie it was going to be. It's Daphne and her friend and me. And we get there close enough to movie time. Some would call it late, but I'm black and I don't really want to get into all that right now. Um, <laughs> no, no, but the movie hadn't. No, but seriously, the movie hadn't started. But it was like, you know, everybody else was fucking in place. And so, so um, we're looking for seats, and there's a seat next to this old white lady, 
this really, this part really happened. There's an old white lady, and I'm like, hey, um, you know, can we, can one of us grab that seat? Oh no, somebody's sitting there. Okay, so we move on, and I we end up getting seats like a couple rows back. But it's very clear, very quickly, that that seat is never going to be filled. Like, and you're like, and and you know, we are all noticing it and looking at it. It's sort of like, are you fucking serious? Like, like that was my re- so it just oh. Uh, so as we're walking out, we're behind them. Not I didn't put myself behind them, but like they were a couple rows ahead of us, so whatever. So we start talking about it full voice. Like we're like, mm-hmm, whatever, you know, like, oh yeah, there was somebody sitting there, I guess. <laughs> blah, 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 yeah, Did well, it? you know. Like, and and she says, she like responds and go to her son who's with her, this grown man, you know, but obviously that's like the 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 age, whatever. And she goes, look at him. Why would anyone want him sitting next to them? She says that. What Out the, the fuck? fuck loud. So my temperature goes to like ah. a fucking thousand, but I don't say anything else because I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do this tonight. But I go into the, I go, this is a real, this really fucking happened. Daphne, by the way, I have to add that Daphne is pregnant. So this is like, this is the seat. And so I go into the men's room and the guy comes in behind me. And because I grew up the way I grew up, I'm like, hmm, I am very compromised right now. I am at a urinal and a guy with whom I have just developed a little bit of beef <laughs> has just come into the room. So I'm a bit, you know, nervous or whatever, but okay. He comes in, does his thing. I'm doing my thing. He leaves the urinal and walks straight out as I'm walking to the sink. Right? So I'm like, that's fucking gross, but all right, moving on. So I see him as I'm waiting for Daphne and he's staring at me and I'm staring at him and he's staring at me and I'm staring at him and finally goes, what are you looking at? And I go, I'm looking at you, you nasty motherfucker. You didn't wash your hands. Oh my God. Right. So then we start barking back and forth and whatever. And he, he said something else smart. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I start walking, you start walking. When we meet up, we'll see what happens. So whatever. So then Daphne's come out by that point. So the only reason that me and him didn't end up in a cell that night is because she goes, Orlando, I'm pregnant. You're scaring me. We got to go. And I was like, all right, because you just said that I'll go. Um, but like we were going to we were going to throw down in front of theater seven. Like really, I was like, I'll give up. Oh, my fuck. fucking God. Right? OK, so anyway, so that's that story. So I tell my sister the story I just told you. I had to tell you the story so you could get what I'm gonna about to tell you. So I'm in the middle of the story, and I get to the part where I'm like, I'm staring at him, and he's staring at me, and Jesus, and he says, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And my sister, on cue, has never heard the story. Goes looking at that nasty motherfucker. He didn't wash his hands. <laughs> I swear to God, I promise you, on a stack of fucking Bibles. And I laughed so goddamn hard. I was like, we were truly <laughs> raised together. Like, holy wow. shit. She goes, wow. that nasty motherfucker. He didn't wash his head. I just, like, I couldn't, be- like, I couldn't believe it, even in real time. Like, the exact freezing. <laughs> it was so crazy. Anyway, so when you mentioned that they were on that, like, neighborhood, whatever vibe, you made me think of the, you made me think of that story. What, um... It made me think of uh, you. You have a you have a part of your stand up routine. Um, it's an older set, but you talk about uh, owls. Oh yeah, yeah, the OW, white OWLs, old white ladies. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've had you've had a, a couple run ins with 
yeah, um, yeah. listen, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to speak for uh, the Caucasian uh, people, but um, <laughs> uh, you, uh, yeah, you. I mean, I wouldn't want you sitting next to me. <laughs> give, give off that professorial Yale vibe. I know. I'm like uh, me, really. Uh, you like, might, okay. might, might challenge me to a to a to a game of Jeopardy, and then what would I do? <laughs> I, like she's got to be out of her fucking mind. Well, clearly, but, but again, I mean, it was ridiculous. That's that is. I, 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 anyway, but again, I, I wince because I say what? What do I say? Don't want there to be an us. That's it. With that person, yeah. that is a bigot. That is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a dyed in the wool racist. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is what that person is. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no micro. You're not going to change here. her. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. This is like, no, no, no microaggressions. Yeah, yeah. But then, and then, and then, I was laughing because when you did the thing, we said we're walking out, and we did the. I can't do it as I, we're not programmed as white people to be able to make that. But when you're like the, mm, like the, like the, the, whatever the M sound is, where you're, where you're mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, luckily I can, on, I can say that at least to my knowledge, that is that sound has never been made in my direction. That's and I, every day I think, I think my lucky starts, because that is, more painful it's more acerbic than any uh anything anyone can say if you make that sound it's but but again you guys were like okay you're gonna make sure we know we know we're gonna make it make it so we we are uh trumpeting the fact that we know what you did and then she's so convinced in her in her she's just like yeah unabashedly yeah yeah no no there was no like shame or like oh no i didn't mean like nope 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 but anyway, but yeah, it was the, I, I had to tell you the story so that you would get the second half of the story with my sister. But yeah, no, that's really uh, the fuck what happened. Um, yeah, it was pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Jesus. Uh, number one, that's absolutely fucking amazing. I, I mean, I was going to say I love everything about it. Obviously, well, you know, right, 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 obviously right. there are plenty of parts that I don't, but I love the outcome. Um, the only other thing that I'll say is Castleton, you are correct. And I know how rarely I say that, what? so you're going to want to pay attention to mark this. Mark this episode. Jesus, what's happening? Wow. Well, you argument. are correct in that with that woman, that bigot and her son, her bigoted son, there is no us. Mm-hmm. However, my there's no us would be yelling at her. I would feel like if in the same way that you think, like you were like, oh, hey, Evelyn. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to snub you. I wanted you to know I heard what you yeah, said yeah, yeah. and I just got pulled away. Mm-hmm. What I think is, I want you to fucking know that I do not like you. If I walk away from a situation where somebody has pulled some shit like that and mm-hmm. I have not made it blisteringly clear to them mm-hmm. that I think they are a fucking asshole, then I feel like I haven't done a good job. What I need to do is say, like, we are not friends. Lit- I need you to know we are not literally in my therapy. I promise you this week in my therapy, I said, I came across this phrase and I want to discuss this. Why is it that I can't find my peace if I don't say my peace? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no, I get that. That. Yeah. Like those memes that That are people like, Oh, I'm up at 3 AM thinking of what I should have said in an argument seven years ago. I'm like, that is me. That is a hundred percent. And I really still want to say it. Like there is a part of me. It's like, mm-hmm. well, pick up the phone and tell Jeff from accounting that. How he fucked yeah, up. Like what? But yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah. 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 But I hear you on that. I am. I, I, I love that me- quality that you have. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something yeah. I, I wish I, I, it's a, 
I don't have that gear necessarily, but um, but because I, I maybe it's just I'm too risk averse. In another in another part of the multiverse, uh, Coach died that day. You know, mm-hmm. like it, like no, really. What? I mean, seriously. For, for, like especially no, no. Yeah. You, like if you're at a urinal, that guy can come hit you on the back of the head, and it's over. You go down and hit your head wrong, and then that's yeah, a broken neck. That's or, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And, and there's no justice in any of it, and there's no. So I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't like. There's there's a certain level of I, I get it, I, and I really appreciate it. I just I think the calculus on my side is is I'm not going to change this person. I want them out of my vicinity as fast as possible. They don't have they don't know what they have to lose. They don't know like they, they, like things are not the things that are precious to me are not precious to them. I don't I just don't we, we are not the same. Let me get away from them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, you're right. I like they the risk involved. There's always the calculus. This is the same way that I might not actually pick a fight with somebody if I think they could fully beat my ass. I would only pick a fight when <laughs> I know that it's safe. Like I, I get that. I, I, I think my point was more: there are different ways of coming at. There isn't in us. It's like uh, yes. somebody years ago when I said that I was not sure about. I knew for sure no kids. I was iffy on marriage. Somebody said, well, I just want you to get married because I want you to be happy. And I'm like, well, marriage and happy are not the same thing. And ha- like, you could be married and be unhappy and you could be non-married and be happy. Like, So I just, I, I always like to make sure that we aren't confusing things that are similar mm-hmm. with things that are identical. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, excellent point. And, and you're absolutely right. And uh, no, God, keep going, boss. Uh, only that also, uh, much like how... Uh, Coach Bishop's meme is uh, up until three in the morning saying I should have said that. Mine is the guy bent over, apparently vomiting, saying, I remember the time when I was barely even mean and I could have been meaner. I've seen that and it is very funny. And it's always me. Every (laughs) single time I'm like, man, I was barely even mean. I could have been so much meaner if I'd felt like it. I'd put the work in. This is why ADHD has a benefit because mine is, uh... wait, what, what white lady? Oh yeah, I haven't thought about her mm-hmm. since it happened. So yeah, mm. it's, it's wow. Oh, I haven't, I haven't thought about any of them either. Anybody that I was mean to, I don't remember you anymore. I have on my phone back when you could um, tell Siri to add somebody to your enemies list. For whatever reason, my phone won't do it anymore. She won't let me add things to her list. But I could say, "Hey Siri, add blah 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 to my enemies list," and then she would say. Coach Castleton has been added to your enemies list and I would fucking love it because I could do it in front of people if I felt like it. Anyway, I have people on that list. I don't know who they are. I do not remember them anymore. They're on my list that says Emily's enemies and I don't know them. I didn't know that was a thing. So I'll start there. (laughs) I love that you not only knew it was a thing, but had such a functioning relationship with it that you know like Siri responds this and this is how it works like wow that's um that's amazing uh-huh. that's amazing uh-huh. coach castleton is a vip on your enemies list already <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think cow's milk is on there is one of the <laughs> wow. wow that's not flighty at all um so uh which one of these is phoebe's uh roy says right and she says oh i won't be able to display phoebe's artwork uh and why not coach why not? Oh no, she draws to, and she starts to say it, and then she's like, "You know what? Maybe I should just show you." And she does, and Phoebe has drawn some um some breastuses, and uh, 
And, and as as the teacher shares, unnervingly accurate charcoal sketches of breasts. Yes. Um, there were more, but some of the boys stole them, and I think they, they're they using them as currency, which made me laugh truly out loud. Um, boys are stupid. Yeah, that was good. That was like very that funny to me. Um, that's, like, that's like a next level. I think they're using them as currency as a really... Yeah, like really, really smart, the smart joke. It's like a very really funny different. joke because, like, I a hundred percent could see how that would unfold amongst a bunch of young boys. Oh my god, a hundred percent! Like, how many comics do I need to hand over <laughs> to get that? But anyway, yeah, right? Um, so yeah. it's like it's like packs of cigarettes and prisons. exactly, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was great, it's fascinating, and then and it uh, makes you like her for saying it. Anyway, keep going. Well, that's the thing, too, and we're going to see more of this from her. I love the character, but that she, like, she doesn't think it's okay. You don't get the sense that she's like, oh, 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 boys will be boys. But you also don't get the sense that, like, she's going to, like, call, like, a parent forum on basically boys discovering that they like breasts. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway, it worked for me. Um, Bloody hell, nice. Uh, So they're kind of you know, acknowledging that that's crazy. Roy asks if she needs a hand because she's hanging, she's hanging some pictures. She's not quite tall enough to get them where she wants them to be. She says, yup. His phone beeps and it is uh, Keely letting him know she's gone shopping. Uh, does she mention? Yeah. She mentions Nate. So they, so yep, that's great. See you later. And uh, he then, she's, the teacher says, unless you need to go. And he says, no, I got time. Yeah. Which, okay. Uh, Miss Bowen is. Uh, Miss Bowen, forget, thank uh, you. Sorry, yeah, I was Ms. searching. Ms. I was searching. If you mentioned, yeah, if we mentioned it. I don't know if I've mentioned this story before, but it was when I was, when Daphne and I were engaged, we were recently engaged. I was at a party at my friend's girlfriend's house. So, like, some of her friends were around or whatever. And, you know, just hanging out. And I'm out on the balcony talking to this woman and she's laughing and I'm laughing. It's all very nice. And then there's this pause in the conversation. And I was like, oh, I need to go inside now. Like in my mind, I was like, this is the part where you go inside. And to me, Roy, I was like, you know what, Roy, you do not got time. (laughs) You do not got time right now because... You want to got time. And if you want to got time, it's probably time to go. So I thought it was a, a very interesting setup of, of how this all unfolded. Yeah. No, it's true. Right. Um, huh. That's interesting, Coach. That's, oh, okay. Especially what I know about Daphne, um, who scares me more than anyone. Um, <laughs> what? Well, trust me, I went inside. I left. <laughs> like, 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 let's get the end of that story right. What you think I did? Yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, I look like speaking a of risky situations. Yeah. yeah. Dear God. Um, so, boss, we pivot over to – so he helps. Uh, Roy helps. Miss Bowen, um, we come away. I think generally – it's funny because certain characters in the show you – know, you, you know, you don't want to have a rash generalization, but I think the vast majority of viewers really dug Miss Bowen in general. Like, there's like, she's fucking cool. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now we fantastic. got we 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 pivot over to the office. Uh, Ted Ted is in the uh, the coach's office and he is on his MacBook. And who's he talking to here, boss? He's talking to Henry, uh, and he's 
Henry is telling him about uh, being show and tell today. Should I bring my Jamie Tart jersey or my Lego Hogwarts? And he says, hmm, I got to go with the Jamie Tart jersey for fear of how Hogwarts might travel, you know? Just fair. Legos tend to come apart a little more easily than a a soccer jersey. Uh, To which Henry says what? He says, Henry says, good thinking Abe Lincoln. (laughs) And I just like to pause here to say that in my soul, I said, is there anyone happier with this piece of dialogue than boss? I don't think there could be. Yeah. <laughs> I, of course. It's, it's the line she always wanted. I just, wanted. I mean, like, I guess Abe Lincoln is a good thinker. And so it's a little more related than some of the other ones. I, I don't mind a throwaway joke. I just don't understand, like, what was being conveyed in this. That Henry is just like his dad. That Henry is still just like his dad, despite his dad being far away. Or... Just that his Ted's Ned Flanderness has infected everybody he knows. Like, does Michelle also talk like this? Does she say that to her coworkers? What is no, this? No, like? I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, this is a good question. I don't, I don't know. I certainly hope not. But, but yeah, there is a, there is some <laughs> natural, um, there is some natural crossover between kids hearing the vernacular that their parents use and then adopting it themselves from time to time. This one does feel like a little bit more than that. Um, like he's trying to emulate his dad, but listen, uh, he's far away from his dad, you know, and this is, this is so, so in some, in some ways uh, it's very endearing um, for those of us who have a pop psychology, uh, you know, one-on-one background, we go, Oh God, like Jesus Christ. Oh, the therapy that this poor kid, but, but, you know, it's 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 a sweet sweet interaction. Uh, Ted waves uh, uh, his boss in. Uh, Rebecca comes to the door and he says, "All right, buddy, I gotta go." Um, and uh, yeah, he says, "Have a great day at school. Love you." Rebecca closes the door behind her, and and Ted uh, uh, tips down the top of his uh, his MacBook. Um, and then what happens, boss? Uh, Rebecca comes in, says, right, I'm just going to come out and say it. I had a tour to fair with Sam. To which the laptop says, dad, I'm still on. And he goes, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, bye. Uh, did, did either of you notice that that at all when he when he did, as soon as he didn't close that laptop? I, I didn't I think it. Was, yeah, I didn't think it. Oh my God, my, I was like, I like to, that's funny. I, I was so get, get. on it from the get-go. That's funny. Yeah. Close the laptop all the way. Make sure that the meeting, ha- you have fully left oh, yes. the Zoom yes. meeting. Yes. All of those. Yes. yes. Do fucking double check the did I reply all many, many times. Yes. 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 Were you the person so who on. said, we, I feel like someone recently in my life said, send every email as if it was reply all. Yes. You? Yeah. I thought so. Yep. Yep. That's, that a, that's, a, that's a, you know, it's one of those like, yeah, if you're going to have rules to live by, that one is solid enough that even if there's an exception here and there, you can live by that one. Yeah. That goes hand in hand with the uh, talk about a person as if they're in yep. the room. And you're, if, you're not, if you wouldn't say it to them, like they're standing it. right there. Don't fucking say it. Um, so, um, but, but um, yeah, I did want to talk to you about some of the buttercups. I mean, oh God, I'll save it for after. 
No, we're not even going to laugh at that. Come on. What kind of, what kind of hat chill are they you are. trying to pull? There's some of these leather cups now. All right. So, so, um, uh, so Ted, I like that Ted closes the, the laptop and then opens it all the way back up to, to see, right. Like, okay. Let me it's make like sure such this a time. Grand, yeah. grandpa move. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Walk us through, uh, what, what he, he's trying to wrap his head around this boss. Um, what does he say here? Uh, he says you and Rebecca says, and Sam, and he says, you well, Jackson. Okay. And she did, says, did, did either of you laugh because I laughed. I wasn't proud. I wasn't proud. But I laughed on ULL Jackson because for me, whereas a lot of these can be a bit goofy, I have to admit, the fact that he is trying so hard to process the fucking Bob, she just walked into his office Mm -hmm. and dropped that he like, actually for him, it is more believable and easier to process if it is Samuel L. Jackson. Than the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, but I wasn't proud, but I, I have to admit I laughed. I laughed. I I don't remember if I laughed at this specifically, and I need everyone to know that this isn't funny because making fun of anyone's name is funny. Like making fun of a name, uh, unless it's Chester A. Arthur, which is just funny. Like anybody's actual name isn't funny to make fun of. But for whatever reason, one of my five, my friend Mandy from high school, right around college started doing a joke similar to this one where anytime that I would mention anyone, she would either change the name so that it fit into a larger phrase or she would say like, Oh, it's a famous person. So for instance, on my floor, my freshman year, I was friends with a woman who went by Jay. Her full name is Yagoda, which is Polish. And so Mandy used to ask if her last name was Jewel as in you go to Jewel, as in the grocery store in the Chicagoland area. And I'm like, Mandy, that's not funny. Mandy, you know that that's not funny. You know that's not an actual joke. <laughs> also next door to me, there was a woman uh, in the room whose name was Pokum. And she said, is it her last name in the ass? And I'm like, obviously her last name isn't, her name is not Pokum in the ass, Mandy. And then I said, we're hanging out with my friend Alicia tonight. And she was like, Alicia Keys. And I'm like, bitch, if you do this one more time to me and the span of one visit, I am going to lose my goddamn mind and make you go back to Northern. What are oh, you doing? <sighs> I feel yeah. like we could, I, all- I feel like we could charge people. Like we could charge admission to watch coach react to phrases like poke him in the ass as like a way to make sure. Like he's just, he's just the sitting there shaking his head. Like why is the world strains. like this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just never, she did she did that to me in one weekend, one solid weekend. She she laid all of those on me. I I tend yeah. to inspire I think cuz my name isn't easily sort of twisted into a nickname, which I, it's what's funny is I always kind of wanted a nickname when I was a little kid, so when I finally got one in middle, I was actually pleased. But anyway, that's beside point. But I would get like Lando Calrissian and I like any people really like I think they thought they were extra clever because my name is rare, but because my name is relatively mm-hmm. rare, the chances that you're going to think of one I haven't heard are like mm-hmm. not great. They're just not great. It's fine. I don't really care, but yeah, it's not, it's not likely that you're going to say some shit I haven't heard before. Although I will say, I do have uh, to s- 
my child had a friend named Celia. And um, I, I tried to, I was like, like Celia Cruz. And there was just silence. And I realized not one kid in this room knows who the fuck Celia Cruz is. Yeah. So uh, you guys take care. Enjoy the pizza. Yeah. So I'm going to just shuffle <laughs> off to bed at 4.30. Exactly. exactly. That early bird ain't going to buy itself. I'll be back. Also, I got to admit, Jesus. if the meanest thing okay. people said to you was, you are a lot like Lando Calrissian, a.k.a. Billy D. Williams, yeah. that was not an insult. Nobody was teasing you with that information. <laughs> That's like, oh, yeah, man, smooth, yeah. Cindy, smooth. like Cindy Crawford, look at you. This is, I'm making fun of you now. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, Obasanya, right? Okay, just checking. Uh, very Ted Lasso. Um, okay, well, you know, I think that's great. Hold on. Wait, no. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, uh, I think it's great. Um, uh, so, yeah. I like that he landed on, I think that's fine. Like, he's like really trying to figure it out in real time. So, it would, yes, right. It's I fine. Think it's fine. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I think that's fine. Uh, I think I need to end it. Sure, I can see that. I mean, I asked him for a bit of time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a bit of a limbo situation. A great party game, horrible relationship status. Um, <laughs> oh, God. T- torture. Uh, then Edwin Akufo swoops in to take him away, and I've lost all objectivity. Um, which I just love that uh, love that realization on her part. You know, it's like, when there wasn't the imminent threat of him like being gone, mm-hmm. you know, she, she, she had like a mm-hmm. imaginary time, but now, now there's a barrier. Um, so what does um, Rebecca say here, coach? I've lost all objectivity and, and pick, pick it up from that point. Um, so Sam's a really great player. Uh, he agrees, one of the best we got. But do I want him to stay because of my feelings for him? Good question. Uh, you know, right now, Ted is just like, I'm just going to let you work through this. Like, I, until a minute ago, I thought this might be Samuel L. Jackson. Um, I mean, we really were great together. I mean, come on. Sam and Rebecca are already one of my all-time favorite TV couples. I hadn't done that math until that moment watching. And I did kind of find myself enjoying that they had, I don't know, Easter egg, the right word for that, but whatever they did with that, laying that in there, I thought that was kind of, that was kind of fun. Uh, What was it from? I'm sorry. Sam and Rebecca from uh, Cheers. And uh, so classic, classic. And of course this show with all its references would be very aware of, of Cheers and and landing on something like that. So I thought that was cool. Well, also, uh, Sudeikis is. Uh, oh, that's uncle. right. Went. Is George Went? That's yeah. right. Yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about that. Right, right. So there was specifically yeah, so reference to that. that. Yeah. There's several, several, several Cheers references throughout the show. Uh, so to have one of them in real life, yes, please. You know, he does a whistle. Yes, please. Um, Rebecca, but if he wants to go, I shouldn't stand in his way. I could not agree more from Ted. But if I let him go, I might regret it for the rest of my life. Ooh, turns out I could agree more. <laughs> which I, that again got me I, like i i, yeah. lo- I kind of love how ted handles this conversation i gotta say um mm, well rebecca listen listen to me is he judgmental at all here coach by the way he is not 
He yeah, really is like, I see how this is very complicated for you. And and I think um, I probably would have launched an lying. advice by here, but he's doing a good job. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Yeah, no, he's not, li- he's not lying. He's not um, saying, oh, this is my boss. I better like, but mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing here, but like, you know, he's, he's considering it. He's, you know, I'm great with it. And I'm fine with it. And mm-hmm. you know, I want to break it up. I can see that. Like, you know what I mean? He's just. Mm-hmm. He's being a real sounding board for her, and she she clearly needs to just vent. Oh, oh, also, I, yes, to what you just said, and I think this is the best of Ted. Like the things we love about Ted, the thing that led him to say "be a goldfish," the thing that led right, like the the thing that you know got him to 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 send um, Jamie the little army man in the note saying way to make the extra pass, like. That part of Ted that can see you where you are and and try to help you get where you're going, like there's no part of this that's about Ted. And 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 in a but in a good way, not in a don't look at me. I'll just take care of everybody else. Like he like she came in, she needed something, and what she didn't need was Ted's advice. She needed. She needed him to allow her to work through her problem. And he did it really, I thought he did it really effectively. Even if at the end of the day, she may have even felt like she wanted to be told what to do. But that would never hold the same weight in her life as finding the answer she's looking for. Uh, We have a friend, uh, Coach, you're absolutely right. Uh, We we have a friend who um, is very judgmental. And uh, he would be so mad if he was in Ted's situation. He'd be like, he likes to use the term uh, Caesar's robes, meaning like you got to be like Caesar's robes, uh, which means like squeaky, uh, absolutely spotless. So in your situation as head of an organization, I'm very sorry that you have like, you know, a libido, but you cannot play in this. Particular, yeah, like, I just don't a, give a shit. Yeah, it's not a good look. Like, I'm very sorry. You got to be like Caesar's robes. And uh, boss is nodding because she has this gear. Um, and, um, for those of us who are fallible and, um, uh, idiots, I, I put myself the head of, head of that regatta, um, uh, what you, when you do this and you go to somebody like Ted, you can hear him it, like understood inside of his responses is, uh, a fact that he knows where the lines are and he knows where you've crossed them, but he isn't giving you shit about it. He, he's, he's going to allow you to give yourself shit about it. Um, but he, there's a space there for, right. It's not yeah. like this. He's, he's not taking that on as part of his job. Well, well also. Uh, he I, would I, never I, make that mistake either. Like, he no, would, like, can you no, see no, him no, like not, going no, like, no, yeah, well, yeah, Hey, yeah. sorry, I hooked up with Keely or Hey, yeah, like, it's no, not, no, no, he no, doesn't no. have the skill set, like the gear set to, to have made that mistake. So it's, it's. Yeah. The Caesar's robe thing is, 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 is on a, a front of mine piece also i'll toss in and i think this is significant with everything she's gone through with um rupert sorry uh with everything she's gone through with rupert everybody wishes we could forget him yeah no shit um but he but but she i think he knows that this is a turned upside down going through the storm time in her life. And, and maybe five years earlier or five years later, she would have totally been like, no way, can't do it. Not going to do it. Whatever. So I think he also recognizes like 
because of the the last time they had this framing uh, in the in you know in front of us having this conversation in the office, you know, going through divorce, people do crazy things, and maybe one of those is starting an affair with your coworker. Um, you know, right now in the United States of America, we have uh, a little bit of a a, a a bump in the road in a case that's going on with uh, the stealing of an election in uh, what's supposed to be a democracy. And it basically boils down to a couple of people who are working on it um, have slept together. Doesn't seem to be at all relevant to what the fuck's going on, but uh, it does seem like it's become a bit of a, a bump in the road. And and But I see myself feeling both. I see myself going... They're both adults. They both, you, know, you spend time with people. I see how it happens. And another part of me goes, God damn it, Atlanta is a big fucking city, man. You couldn't find anybody else. You know. Um, but yeah, I like I like that Ted doesn't bring up what he knows she already knows. She does not need him to say, Well, that was questionable judgment. She know he she knows that. That's why she's here. Yep. And- I- Good, boss. Well, I think the only thing that I'll say the the squeaky clean robes. I understand. I I get that perspective. And my position is usually not. You need to be. What did they say about Obama that he like uh, walked on ice and never slipped? I, I think mm. was one of them. Something like that. He, like he never mm-hmm. fucked up. It's he really, never fucked up. Once. It's really impressive, actually. It, it like in and of itself that is impressive that he never fucked up. I understand why sometimes that is required. My position, because I fuck up a lot of shit, is: Are you willing to live with the consequences? That part. And so that 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 is more of it for me. I don't need you to live by any specific morality, but then you need to deal with what comes from it. Um, I also think that this is a little bit. Yes, I love what Ted is doing here, but also what Ted is doing, I have seen friends of mine do all the time, which is you start a conversation and the person who is listening says, is this advice or is this venting? Which one are you looking for? And sometimes that person just needs to like get it out and then they're fine. So like, while I understand that it's great that Ted is modeling this behavior, I'm not going to say he necessarily invented it much the way with a lot of the stuff on the show. Love having it as an example that people could reference. Not the first time. Um, The last bit, I understand that this is like from a show writing perspective, they needed to get this done. She needs to figure out her feelings. It reminds me a little bit of like how people can't run to the gate at the airport anymore. Like just, these are things that no, when what's her face got onto the plane in Casablanca, that was the last time that Humphrey Bogart was going to see her because she was moving to a different part of Europe in the middle of world war two. And neither one of them might survive like that. Now we have Facebook and cell phones. And so there's a part of me that feels like Mm -hmm. Rebecca, I know where you're coming from, but you need to see what Sam thinks. You need to see what Akufo's offer is, what, Sam wants to do with it what you guys are able to do with it and then pick it up from there. Like right now you are figuring out four or five steps ahead of what you might be screwing up instead of focusing on what you have control over right now, which is figuring out if you want to even be in a relationship with Sam. You might have run out of time for that, but then focus on figuring that out. The rest of the shit you can't even control right now. I've probably shared this mantra before, but another thing that came up in my earlier conversation I mentioned um, I was in a mindfulness group um, 
and I'm, I sure miss them. Um, but at any rate, uh, <laughs> you can add that. You can add that to shit nobody saw coming. Orlando, you mean the the, uh, the kale latte guy with the fucking dog? Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, big on yeah, uh, he's big on figure. mindfulness. Check that out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but during actually during a sit once it came to me, I am powerless. I am powerful. Where is my power? And, yes, and and I think what you're pointing out is you have no power over most of what just got mentioned, right? And 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 so you're right that she really needs to work on the part she does have power over, which is like, okay, well, how do I feel, and what am I going to do about that? Um, right. Yeah, I, I I think sometimes when we don't go to the part we have power over, I'm curious what you think about this. Um, that we don't we go to things we don't have power over. It's specifically not consciously, but it's specifically avoiding the part we do. Yeah. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like I don't think that's by chance that that happens mm-hmm. so often that we obs- you know even for me like recently I found myself thinking about the news and going like I don't really want to deal with it because mm-hmm. guess what. Hamas doesn't give a fuck what I think. Mm-hmm. Neither does Netanyahu. Yep. yep. And I can sit here and obsess over it and feel terrible about it, but they literally, if I had full access to them starting now, neither one of them gives a fuck what I think. So, like, maybe what I should be focused on is building my business. Or maybe what I should be focused on is that I'm, you know, let's be honest, like, 25 pounds heavier than I should be. So <laughs> maybe you could, you know, hop on a treadmill there, uh, Greenpeace, and, and uh, let it go. I mean, I, well, make, I it, went for Nobel Peace Prize and I reached the wrong way. I said Greenpeace. So whatever. Give to all the groups. Yeah. But uh, just know that Orlando sometimes just fucks up when he's talking. There you go. I've, I've, come on. Nobody else does that. Get it together. <laughs> um, no, I think that that's actually exactly right. I think also there is, I know I used to do this a lot more and I have had to train myself on it is I would get preoccupied with how it isn't fair that things aren't the way that I wanted them yes. to be. I would be upset, yes. not about how things actually yes. are, but the fact that it wasn't, Yes. Yeah, I wanted something else. Yes. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know how you got through that. I live every day like, cause I'm like, wait a sec. I, I saw every movie in the 80s. Like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to have a fucking flying car right now. Uh-uh. That's what yeah. I should be worrying yeah. about. Like, where do you park your flying car? Like, <laughs> hold on. I should have a jetpack, a flying car, mm-hmm. time travel. I'm like, what? what is uh, – this is really what – I'm going to spend my time worrying about the dumbest shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. I, no, I, this- I never wanted it to be part of my life. I can't yeah. believe it. So, yes, I don't know. If you've gotten through that, like – Oh, um, that I, I I I get irritated by that every single day. No, that's just a, a radical acceptance, which yes. I think people confuse with radical uh, approval. It's not. Yes. It's not that I think things are great. It's that this is exactly the way that things are. So I'm going to start from that point and figure out h- how to move outside of that. that it Has anyone ever died from a like the dopamine overdose? <laughs> oh. <that's so> funny. <laughs> I'm just asking uh, for a friend. Sorry, go ahead. You know, like the "This is fine" meme, where something like everything's burning. And yeah, like, this is fine. It's like yeah, it reminds yeah, 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 me of that. Yeah. Where it's like it's, you know, accepting that. Um, but I'm, I'm, it, it, yeah, I was joking about that. But I, 
absolutely am serious though how much that means to me to keep that front of mind that it is imperative it is imperative that you accept what is orlando like I, like sometimes i act, and that's part of the conversation i was having earlier is like really stopping and being like but i want stop Mm-mm. that yeah. is not what is <laughs> like okay now from there okay from what is make plans have goals fight the war whatever you got to do but i don't want that to have happened is it's a road to insanity i mean it's certainly suffering but i would say it's a, a good way to drive yourself crazy uh yes i will talk pretty soon i'm not sure when i'm gonna fit it in but um uh, there's an album by Bright Eyes. They are a band now. When I listened to them, it was just uh, Connor Oberest. Connor Oberest. Um, uh, I'm Wide Awake It's Morning came out in 2005. Very personal uh, album, but also extremely political. Had a lot to do with uh, 9-11 and the Iraq War and fucking great. I fuck with that album super hard. I haven't stayed on Bright Eyes, but I fuck with it real hard. It's oh, great. Oh, wow. Um, and there's a song that says... Um, my mind races with all my longings, but can't keep up with what I've got. So it's essentially like all the shit that you do have, you can't focus on because you're so worried about things that you want to be different and want to have different things. And that just makes you fucking crazy. Like it, you're not satisfied thinking about all the different things you wish you had. You feel like shit. I, um, uh, I would love if you share that song in the uh, community site boss. Um, yeah, listen, you can't, you're right. You can't get... Oh, heard, I'm absolutely my... going to share that song because it's called Road to Joy, which oh. does have the music of Ode to Joy, only he fucking rocks out on it. It's great. Okay. I look forward to hearing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we You have to deal with what is, which is one of my least favorite things to do. I heard, I heard my uh, 10-year-old turn off, uh, like the playlist was playing in another room. I heard my 10-year-old go and turn off uh, the Smiths to put on Ice Spice, and I thought I've I've done a bad job. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh boy, that, uh, take me a minute. What a, what, a, what a contrast, though! Like that is great. Like so, my kid, yeah, uh, yeah my kid turned off Crosby, Stills, and Nash to put on Two Live Crew. Like, oh, okay, well, it, it, it felt like it felt like that. Yeah, it was like it was like a record scratch. But I was that's like, wow, that's funny okay. Shit. Uh, that is that's where so that's where we are. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chronicle that and uh, do do my damnedest um, to 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 sort of you know n- nudge nudge her in 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 a, in a different direction. But it's fine. Um, uh, Ted says, "Well, Rebecca, listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Edward Akufo. Don't even listen to Sam. You listen to your gut, okay? And on your way down your gut, check in with your heart. Between those two things, they'll let you know what's what. Uh, they make good harmony." Like uh, two thirds of Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know what I mean? I the Bone Thugs and Harmony yeah. was definitely pushing it. It was going. I thought it was going great. I thought it was going right. great. And when and then again, I found myself thinking, Boss must just be having the time of her fucking life. Even when I said that, <laughs> reading it, it's rough. she just looked at me with like a scowl, like muscular. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I can admit that's it's rough. Is, that's rough. But I did like that expression. Like, I've actually thought this phrase about, you know, as I've been dealing with things in my own life at different points. Like, there's some, uh, you know, ch- on your way down to your gut, check in with your heart. I don't know. I I, 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 
that is pretty sound advice a lot of the time in life. You know, I, I guess if, if someone has, if people are aware, sometimes people well, have yeah. no, they don't even know the difference between their heart and their gut. And they, you know, it's like hard to tell when you're that, you, you know, confused and, and, and you, emotion is like pushing everything up to the surface. It can be hard to delineate, you know, heart and gut. And, and that's where it can help to have a coach or a therapist or a best friend or a you know family member who can like ha- at least help you parse it out a little bit. I know for me, it, it gets very conflated and I'm like, wait a second. And so someone asking the right questions, I think is, is beneficial. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Listen, it's a, I thought it, I thought it was a humble brag. I thought it was like white, white boy, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, like there's, there's a little bit of that in Ted Lasso. It's like a very little, like I listened to some fucking kick-ass shit that most, you know, suburban white boys would, would know. Um, I want to ask, a, you know, it's nice. Sorry, nice when that happened. No, no, no. It's not like a couple times in college, uh, you know, some, some friends would come over or someone would look at my music collection, which was a thing. A music Can you imagine? Like, right? Yeah, like it and took a physical could, space around you. That, took a physical yeah, space, yeah, yeah, yeah. and someone would like leaf through it and then get a sense about you. Yeah, and then and then a couple times would be like, oh fuck, like, damn, right? You listen to whatever you know, yeah. X fill in the blank. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like you know, whatever. There was a point of pride. Now you can't can't dazzle anybody. These poor kids today with their with their questionable dating uh, r- rituals you can't show someone your playlist i mean i guess you could share you know what I mean? they can't see it in a physical space uh, you know what i mean it's just like a different you just you just send them a list to your spotify playlist like you just make a playlist where you're like here this is the most impressive music i listen to and then you send it to them and then yeah, they have that, to look would, at it. that would be like making a tape for someone that would be like making a mixtape. because mm. like I mean, it, maybe... once you do the act of sharing i'm saying like it's a it is a um inoffensive unplanned thing which is a physical layout in your abode right where they just stumble by and be like oh shit they look like oh i love your movie like it was same thing movies, with movies like, yeah i look at, like holy shit yeah, you yeah, have yeah, this yeah, one yeah. oh How yeah i get... love that movie i've watched that 20 times and that's a whole conversation yeah yeah, yeah. i uh this is a i i went to play soccer in europe and got this uh, wait you did i got I was younger and I, I was on a team that went to play in Europe. And I remember there was, when we were out there, there was this, um, that was like a Beatles remake. God, it, I can't even remember, but I got like a, a out, al- like a album by a band called candy flip. Mm. I don't even remember the song anymore. It was like a Beatles cover that everybody loved. And I remember when I went back, someone was like, where the fuck, where did you get that? Like, how does this even exist? And I was like, Oh, I got it in England. People were like, what? Like, you know what I mean? It was like some stupid little thing. But I'm saying the kids today don't have necessarily yeah, that yeah. the physical space. That's all. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to look that up. Candy Flip. What song did the Candy Flip cover by the Beatles boss? Strawberry Fields Forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was it. And it was like right when it was. I don't even know what year was that. Does it say the? Does it say the year? Uh, 1927. No. Nineteen twenty-seven. Seriously. I'm, I mean, dating. Yeah, he's just saying. saying, he's just saying yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, you're screwing, you're screwing something up. Um, yeah, it looks like, uh, like around 1990. Makes sense. Yeah, that 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 would make sense. Yeah. So, um, uh, thank you, Ted. You know, boss, you're starting to develop a bit of a habit. Am I? Oh yeah. Same time, same place. Last year, you dropped another truth bomb on me. Poor shippers. 
Poor shippers. Because even I there was like, uh, uh, is this like I did think not I wasn't necessarily rooting for it, but I did think when that got said, I was like, oh my God, that's gonna be the the final I love you, I love you scene. I thought or at least that was possible. That became possible to me in this moment. <sighs> I get, yeah. I get, I, I I, again, you know, I was not a shipper on this, but I, but I get where someone watches this and and gets that bit of foreshadowing yeah, boss, and thinks like, boss was like super into it. She was just like, oh, they're totally <laughs> like, gonna do. How it. will we even know they care about each other if they don't have sex? And it's like, boss, yes, come that on, was her, man. That's one of her core values. Grow yeah. up, come on. Boss was like, men and women can't be friends. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, Go back, listen, check it out. These are facts. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm summing up her, her feelings pretty well. Um, I'm not. I'm not acknowledging. It. I'm not, I'm not gonna, if that's about me, I won't hear it and I won't dignify it with respect. You know. I would also like to mention, I don't hate the Bone Thugs, Thugs and Harmony reference. It's just there's a Crossroads joke right there. Like, give me You're right. ten You're more second. feet of. You're a hundred percent. There's a crossroads. Give me joke ten right there. more feet of that. You're right. There's a crossroads joke right there. I mean, it's and yeah, you don't even. I mean, the 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 joke could be three to five words longer. Like you're right. Yeah, that's the level I'm looking for. And also, then I would be singing crossroads for the rest of the day. There's that. Which, by the way, we can laugh about in retrospect, but that was a that that was the jam for a minute. Oh, I'm not gonna laugh about it. I I will still fuck with oh, that song. Okay, it's yeah, great. I was gonna say that song was you know I wasn't a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. I can get into a whole conversation about that. We're gonna do it here and now, but yeah, but um, that song was that song was on point. Um, yeah, no, yeah. like I'm not gonna stand up here and defend Snow's Informer. That was garbage. <laughs> but fucking Crossroads, yes. I feel so bad. That there are people who couldn't fully appreciate what you just did. Snow's Informer, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is just this. Imagine like a talent show in the whitest town you've ever been to, and someone decides, you know, it would be even cooler than me rapping, me rapping in a slightly uh Caribbean West Indian sort of Jamaican black scent. Like it was like Yeah. Looking yeah. back, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah no. What it was fucking wild. Was that? So here here's what you really need to yeah, watch genuinely Wall Scott's imagine. <laughs> don't. No no coach, don't oh no. Don't. Oh no. Chet Hanks has gotten into the studio and taken over Hold on, let me grab my blackface. So we'll make it a real work of art here. What what I it's those unfamiliar with Snow, what I need you to know about him is that he is not just Canadian. He is so Canadian, he is second cousins of the bare naked ladies co founder. Jesus. That is how Canadian he is. And this guy Canadian. was rapping. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And and yeah, no, there's a yeah. It it, it was it was it was a moment. I laughed so hard recently because we were looking at pictures from first of all, for the people who are like, Oh, the teachers these days you know, the genders. I'm like, first of all, if you grew up in the vicinity of the 80s and 90s, I don't even want to fucking hear a word from you. That's all anybody was doing. Charlie Murphy, and I don't usually use this word, but you need it to appreciate the Charlie Murphy of it. 
was talking about when they ran into um, Prince and he and he made a joke about how it was the 80s and the more the more dudes look like a bitch. And I just a horrible way to say that. Like, I get why <laughs> sociopolitical context not to be encouraged. I that was a literal spit take when he said that, because I was like, he is not wrong. Like he is, that is not the way to say it. (laughs) If we want to be nice about it, but he is not wrong that like, I remember, I remember like the, the Jerry curls for some and the makeup and, you know, Prince, I mean, are you kidding me? Like dude wore heels. Like the idea that we just, everyone was neatly hanging out in a box and suddenly in 2020, everybody started, you know, studying critical race theory and 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 dressing outside of gender norms. Is like, what are you fucking talking about? What no, are no. you fucking I, talking I, about? This is not cannot, new. I would, I would, I would love to talk about this because I will add it to. You're you're talking about a cultural phenomenon, but like, I could talk forever about hair bands. I mean, uh, like. I mean, I could talk Come on. forever about guys in tight pants with long hair Come and no on. shirts. And, yeah, yeah, and 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 what and what the absence of that meant for society and forced uh, different people to make adjustments that you know whatever it, it was like very it's just fascinating stuff. But um, uh, I Brett Michaels your... taught me how to do my makeup. Is all I'm saying. I there mean... you go. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, sorry, Coach. I know you're like, can we get through some fucking headlines? No. But but no, 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 but no, yeah, no. no. It's, it it makes me nuts. Is the reason it really? Sorry, that just sets me off. No, no, it's crazy, and it's it's a it's a very myopic uh, view of um, you know recent history or, or you know these these types of uh, uh, these perspectives tend to self edit in a way that is uh, is detrimental. Um, Rebecca leaves the the the. The office and i just want to point out that they hold on ted for a good beat um it's a nicely mm-hmm. framed shot i really like the framing of it he's he's slightly off center um i also like yeah. when you have two people in a shot and then you do the shot again with one gone because i feel like you really when it's done well you really feel the aloneness you feel the oh yeah you know what i mean like i just saw this with two people in it so it's like yep. empty now you know anyway and and boss, what when 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 Ted makes this, what, what is this thought that you think Ted is? Having? He doesn't say anything. We don't have it, but he makes a, a, a sort of a face. He looks at Rebecca walking away, raises his eyebrows, and turns. What what is going through his mind here? Any idea? No idea specifically. I mean, I don't think that he has any personal comparison to make here it, it like he maybe has had not a torrid affair but he's had a few tour tonight torrid nights with sassy i don't think he's thinking of michelle necessarily um it, it feels a little bit more like he is thinking well she's gonna have to figure this one out it, like she is i not to say she's gonna have fun with this one but like woof, okay so that that is for her mm-hmm. also I don't think he would gossip about it, but I also feel like there is an energy when you find, like when somebody tells you like, Oh, I've been screwing around with so-and-so or I made out with so-and-so, whatever it is, there's an energy to that. And I feel like there's a bit of that. If he had 
someone who it would be appropriate. He's not going to go tell Beard. But you know what I'm saying? Because that's a different complication. But I think if there was a space where he could do if put it this way, if Michelle and Henry had come with him, he would get home tonight and be like, Michelle, <laughs> like, you ain't gonna believe this shit. And, and it, you know, this, that seems that's what I get from him. This is why you need friends that don't know your other friends. That's so you'd be like, point. listen. Let me right. Okay. Are you it's sitting Mandy, down? Right. Let me tell you what Katie did. <laughs> it's the best kind of gossip. The gossip that is like tangentially related to you only a little bit. It doesn't matter. It's not going to have any real impact on your life. It's just juicy as shit. Yeah. And you're like, wait. Yeah, they don't know the people. On. They don't know whatever. You don't even oh, have to share so names. Good. I had a friend who, like, so done. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Finished. It's fucking amazing. It's another thing you guys have in common. And Coach loves gossip. It is so funny. But I don't, it is such a. But I don't tell people quality. secrets though. But I will listen to all the secrets. <laughs> I, if, oh, you, no. if you got it, if you, you want to tell it, I yeah. will fucking listen. I will. Listen. You're here for it. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. You listen really enjoy it. Yeah, it's hilarious to me the shit people get themselves into. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, it's whew. it's it is entirely why I read Reddit because people go on there and they're like, listen. I slept with whoever I wasn't supposed to. What am I supposed to do? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Just tell me more about right, this old right. affair. Well, mm-hmm. it's funny because I specifically, because I remember Coach told me about Reddit years ago. And I spe- I checked it out and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not safe here. I'll never accomplish <laughs> anything ever again. I, like, I specifically was like, the answer is no. So every once in a while, someone will post something from there and I'll check that out. But, oh, I would be down that rabbit hole so fucking fast because I find myself, like, it'll be like, oh, I slept with my mother-in-law's best friend. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? You know, and then you get into the responses and people go back and forth. And all of a sudden, I'm invested. I don't even know if these people are real. And I'm totally invested. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't care if you made it up. Doesn't matter if it's real. If you made it up, it's still super fun for me. And then sometimes people are like, oh, I found my husband posted this thing. Here's my side of the story. And I'm like, you, I'm done. This is the rest (laughs) of my day. Right, right. And then they go back and forth. It's great. It's really great. One guy, this was not a a Reddit one, but that made me laugh on the like responding thing. Some guy, I don't know. Why would you post this if you know you're friends with your mom? But anyway, he said he wanted to find a throat goat. And his mom oh, no. commented and was like, what does that mean? And oh, no. you can only imagine. <laughs> you can only imagine how things went from there. It was a, it was one of the most amazing threads. And I could not turn away. Like, I had shit to do. And I'm scrolling oh, going, yeah. I got to let this go. And I could not stop reading the comments. I was laughing so hard as his mother, you could see, like, slowly but surely was putting together what must be happening what is happening i i'll keep this very quick and i will not name names i was thinking last night about years ago on facebook when a buddy of mine posted a link to something that said that uh it for women who ejaculate that the liquid is mostly urine and so the way that this had become sort of like big, like if you're a big, tough guy, you could make women do this thing. And then it's this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so it said like, actually, maybe it's just kind of a, an involuntary reaction. It's a little bit of pee that comes out. And he posted this link 
along with, I knew it, which is supposed to be like, come on, I've been right all these years. And the first post was squirting. Come on, learn how to walk before you could run. And that post was from his mother. The dude posted it. His mom was like, why don't you not worry about being that good in bed? Yet? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. So brutal. It was so great. <laughs> I loved it so I think much. You, I think you actually killed Coach this time. I think it's over. I think I, think I killed him. Dead. I think he's Walk dead. before you could run. Damn, oh, oh my God. God. Mom? I think he was married at the time, even, oh maybe. Definitely. Ri- yeah, it was fucking amazing. She's one of my what? favorites. <sighs> well, to everyone, <laughs> this time, we're going to bid you a fond farewell. Yeah. And uh, thanks for trying us out. Um, <laughs> glad we we now know the, the ratio of urine in a... And a uh, female ejaculation. Yep. Ooh. Oh God. Yep. Uh, oh. So yeah. No, that's. Uh, oh my God. Oof. That was great. Why don't you walk? We'll be back in seventeen weeks when Castleton yeah, has recovered. No, he's not going to be okay. This is not. He's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I just like. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That mm-hmm. is. That is. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you for that. Thank you. Hey. Thanks. Coach, where do people find this in online? Yeah. As you might not uh, guess, as I laugh at female ejaculation jokes, uh, you can find me at We Align, where we're trying to help people be their best selves and live their best lives, which I guess, you know, in fairness, could include that. Um, I, it doesn't it, sound bad. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and yeah, this community, uh, come in, check us out. You know, we're we're going to have courses. We've got the Alliance Circle, which is our subscription area. We're working with folks and really building this thing up. So come through. WeAlign.AlignPE.com. Boss, what about you? Uh, you can find me. I'm on Blue Sky a lot these days, which is Dumbly Chambers. Um, also, at, at times, arguing with Castleton on threads, which is Emily.Chambers.31. And... I promise coming up with one of the five or six different articles I want to write, maybe one about being in love with the caveman at uh, the antagonist, which is antagonistblog.com. Also posting all this shit in the community site. You should go there too. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, To get in the community site, all you need to do is subscribe and uh, you can find the link in any one of our episodes. It says support the show. Click on that and it'll tell you how to get to, uh, to subscribe and once you subscribe you get a get a link to the community site uh we've had a, a few uh, there was some an email glitch where some of our subscribers may not have gotten an invite if that happened to you please let us know and um and you, you can get a, a link to me in the uh right in the in the uh, the show description and, and I'll, I'll fix that if, if you want any uh people i think we got we caught them all but in case we didn't uh put put, put a little pin on that um yeah, everyone, thank you for joining us. Thank you for walking through this episode. Uh, sometimes people think, oh, wow, why does it take them so long to get through an episode? And it's because, again, uh, we, we use entertainment to to talk about, you know, what's going on in the world and the issues that it brings up. And entertainment is something everybody consumes. And it's a way for us to sort of, uh, you know, 
look inside uh, the note behind the note, if you will, and figure out why things are, why choices are made. And especially with a beloved child like Ted Lasso, it, it uh, it's, it's great to sort of look a little bit deeper. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone for, for listening, for staying with us, for, for joining us for this, for this, uh, this episode and all of our episodes. Uh, if you, if you like us, if you've enjoyed it, please, uh, subscribe. Um, it's funny because we have people who, uh, they give you certain numbers and they say who listens all the time. And a lot of the people who listen all the time don't actually subscribe. So it actually helps our, our stats. And, um, we're really close to breaking into a certain tier of podcast where if we, where then we become a little bit, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, numbers wise, uh, it helps. Every little thing you do actually really does help. I'm not exaggerating about that. I'm, I'm learning about this as we go and we've only been doing it a few years. And so there's always new stuff to learn, but all of the interaction really, really makes a difference. Subscribing is the best thing, um, but liking and writing reviews, and all, all of the things you do on the outside that don't cost you a dime, um, they really matter. So thank you for everyone who's done that and everyone who will do it. Um, I, I, I really, uh, it's funny cause, uh, I, I get a, while we were doing the female ejaculation story, which is one of my favorite topics, um, <laughs> I did get a, uh, I did just really, really love it. Um, uh, I got a, I got a, uh, like an alert on my computer that, um, uh, the Russian, um, res- uh, sort of opposition party leader, Alexei Navalny has, uh, died and so died shout out quotes right yeah it's passed away and um i am like full you could see my my face is a little red and um and so yeah uh trying to hold back some some emotion here um but uh yeah i just want to i want to just thank him for uh everything uh, he did um it's important for people to stand up in the face of tyranny and um Jesus. yeah it really this ah. one this one hits hard we feel like feel like we've taken a couple shots in the gut lately with certain people who have passed away but this one this one stings and um so yeah um wow yeah um thank you everybody uh please support your local libraries in the written word and um and continue to come back and join us as we finish ted lasso and move on to great other shows. Um, that's all we got for today. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, we are Richmond. Richmond till, till we, we die, die with honor, because we opposed evil in the world. All right. Thanks, everybody. The TedCast is a joint venture between Pajiba and the Antagonist. Visit us at pajiba.com and antagonistblog.com.